and welcome back to the best thing you watched this week with us where we're talking about the best thing we watched this week welcome if it's your first time thank you so much for joining us if it's your not first time your second time or depending on how many times you've been watching us thank you as well you are most welcome thanks for clicking on our faces i know that was probably hard uh, you got through the thumbnail and now begins the good stuff where we talk about those best things i'm looking forward to what chris has to talk about this week he's had some interesting titles from what i've been seeing him put out um i also think we're gonna differ somewhat on a couple of them which is always makes for interesting conversation <laughs> uh, and we have i will i have a lot of entertainment news to talk about this week that i'm excited to talk about so that will be in our podcast section where we talk about um news entertainment what we're looking forward to that's all in the extra segment wherever you're listening to your podcasts if you're listening to it now thank you for listening if you're watching us thank you for listening to my blurb at the intro i promise you we'll get to it soon chris mm. <laughs> how are you i'm good what are we talking about no <laughs> it has been it has been a surprisingly busy week but i don't i just i yeah, I don't know. It was weird. It. Mm. I looked back at all the things we watched, and I felt like I watched more than maybe I did reviews on. But I'm not sure that's true. I don't know. I, how about you? Did you did you feel it was a really busy week? It was. It. I put up more, and I watched some things that I didn't review. Mm. Some of those things may have been better than what I reviewed. Oh. Um, <laughs> But we well, can talk we about those. Yeah, yeah, we can talk about those. Yes, yeah. And I saw. I did. I have a. A couple also that I don't know how much I can talk about or if I'm going to, you know what I mean? Because they don't come out yet. And right. so it's, there's, there's also that bit of it. So I don't want to, because I might want to talk about it when they do come out. Yes. Yeah, so. Okay. Anyway. Hey, well, I got a question you can, though. You can do some oh. teasers. Yeah. I think I will do tease. some teasers. Like, yeah. Hey, I've yeah. seen this. Ooh. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, have I'm you seen Batman? You, no, but I got an invite. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, I don't good. think I don't know. Has anybody seen Batman? I don't know. There's some people mm. in there claiming they have, and I'm like, I don't think those screeners have been screened yet. Uh, like, apart from the directs and a few close buddies, I'm not sure that's true. Yeah, I didn't uh, even. Uh, I didn't even think the premiere has happened yet. Has it? I, I haven't seen any red carpet images, so yeah, those yeah, people might be telling porcupines. Yeah. I did see the, a trailer, though, which is the first. I, I almost left. I mean, you know me, and I, I'm not afraid to run out of a theater. Was that your when, first Batman trailer? No, I saw the the very first one that came out, the teaser one. I don't, and I don't even know when that was. When we got a lot, it showed, it showed a lot of uh, Colin Farrell. And I'm like, whoa, that Colin Farrell, that I didn't even. Doesn't look like it. This one was, yeah. yeah, this one was the, well, I did see another one. I don't think I listened to it, though. I only saw it. So I didn't have any context of what's going on because it had more of uh, Paul Dano in it. Um, it was with him at the at the the diner, maybe mm -hmm. coffee shop, you know, counter and stuff like that. And um, this one though was good grief. It was a Catwoman uh, trailer. It uh, was right. the, yeah. it was cool, cool, so cool. much about Selena Kyle, which I which wasn't bad. I haven't but seen it. Yeah, it w don't. Oh my gosh, it's like three minutes long. Well, it is that's so much footage. So, I, I, I want to go. Into it fresh. I know. Well, see, and I thought, okay, it's just going to be stuff I've already seen. No big deal. Mm. Um, and me and my son are sitting there and as it is at the cinema, like, 
This was a yes. Ugh. Yeah, I didn't seek okay. this out. As I should, and I, I mean, we afterwards we were like, gosh, I think we should have left. You know, we should have walked mm-hmm. out because it just it. Can you not close was, your eyes and like go? Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I probably could have. <laughs> yeah, it just it. So I don't know. We'll we'll see. I mean, it was it looks phenomenal. I mean, it does. It looks it's, very. It's, the more I know about it, especially with the the runtime and the age restriction. I'm like, okay, cool. It's it's not so kiddified. Like, I don't want a child Batman. His whole story, the the villains, they're all, this is adult themes. It, it needs mm-hmm. to not be, you know, they need to be able to go that extra kind of gruesome, that thriller, if they need to. Uh, obviously not like a serial killer film, uh, <laughs> which you could do. The Victor Zaz, uh, he's a serial mm-hmm. killer in the Batman world. Uh, and yeah, he's lethal. You, you, you could, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, yeah, I digress. We'll Batman, uh, do you have a question for me? I do have a question. Uh, it has nothing to do with the Batman, but you know, whatever. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, maybe. Well, maybe your answer could. We'll see. <laughs> the Batman. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, if you could sing a duet with mm. anyone, who would it be? Wow. Okay. First of all. Both my mother and uh, sister can sing really well, but I, I can't. So <laughs> I feel for who, whoever has to. Like I can occasionally hit a note, mm-hmm. but all those in between make yeah, dogs howl. So who you know? There's there's things I've seen on entertainment of like uh, Deadpool and Celine Dion. You know that kind of partnership. Because oh. they did that music, and I thought that was amazing. Like maybe I could mm-hmm. choose someone so good that no matter how bad I am, uh, I'll oh, that still they just good. overshadow you. Yeah, exactly. So I can yeah. just go like, and every now and again, I'll just like hit a tambourine or or a triangle and go, um, or like some rap guys do. They go, yeah, 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 whoa, whoa, oh, whoa, 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 yeah. So you're part of the you're part of I'm the song. part of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not my camera again. Well done. Nope. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so let's go. Um, like the lead singer from uh, Coldplay, uh, I think he's amazing. Oh, Chris Martin. Yeah, Chris Martin. I think he would also <clears throat> just be fun to hang around. Um, but then there's like Queen. You know, I know is dead, but how much fun would that be? Like, dude was the, just legend. Um, the harmonies I, that they create. I yep. mean, and then Ed Frey, but see, I couldn't even keep up with Freddie Mercury. I no. mean, his, the, the range that he has too. I, <clears throat> but the songs, I would be oh, yeah. there like with him. I would belt it out because, yeah. you know, some of the best songs, if not the best song in the world, like most people know like the words for the song. They don't know what they're singing. I just love the range of his music as well. It goes from, oh, yeah. you know, a cappella to opera to rock. All in one mm-hmm. song. It's it's like a it's a journey. Yeah, Queen yes. or Coldplay. I think that that would be it. Chris Martin. Yeah. Okay. Who would you choose? Uh, I would probably go. Well, I Freddie Mercury was uh, was one of those that could be um, because for the, all the same reasons that you yeah. listed, that would just yeah. be phenomenal. Um, I think though, I would love uh, Elton John or Billy Joel. Oh, nice. Um, I couldn't keep up with either of them. <laughs> which is fine. Um, I would just sit there and watch more than anything. Maybe I would sit there at another piano and pretend 
yeah, to play, yeah. you know, and... I mean, if Elton John can pretend to do a flying kick across the screen, then you can pretend to play a piano. Exactly. <laughs> uh, let us know in the comments like... who you'd like to... This is a great question for everybody to participate in. What? Who would you like to sing with, even if you can't sing? Who would you like yeah, to oh, duet with? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think singing is a requirement at all in this. It just... <laughs> who would you... Who would, who would you, you like to with? sound out of tune with? <laughs> yes. But see, if they can harmonize, then that would be a good thing. That's, a, you know, that's, I mean, one thing with Queen, just their yeah. harmonies there is crazy. So. Ah, incredible. Yeah. Another yeah. great question, Chris. <laughs> um, all right. So you and I recently discussed that we're going to start binging a certain series. Uh, yes. in light of um, the fifth and final season coming out. And yes. so recently I started watching uh, The Kingdom. Is it what's called? The Last Kingdom. The, the Last, Last Kingdom. Kingdom. The Last Kingdom. And I watched the pilot recently and I thought, my goodness, I can't have seen it because this is a damn good pilot. Like the amount of stuff that goes on in... I was, just, I was sad because there's a journey of a young kid that they just flick over to and it's been 10 years later. And I really yeah. liked the kid. And this is the first thing I'd like to talk about. And as the best thing I watched this week was the, the pilot episode to The Last Kingdom and what the hell have I been waiting on? Because I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was really good. Uh, what do you think? Please go. No, no, go, go. Uh, I'll okay, chime so in afterwards. I'm a huge fan of Viking stuff. So I don't know why I've never watched it. I watched, I've, I think I've watched the first four seasons of Vikings on Amazon. Mm. Um, I love the Antonium Bandaras uh, Viking one where he has to learn the language. Things like the 13th Warrior, I think it's called. And oh, yeah, he learns the language just by yeah. sitting around a fire. And then it goes into like, there's this battle, you know, what it means to be a Viking. But all the law and everything that surrounds it, I think a lot of the time people have this idea that vi being a Vikings means you just go and pillage and you're, you're just a brutal warrior and, you know, um, and so you're the bad guys. But yeah. even what they do in the first episode of this pilot is show that actually there was so much more going on on in it. And even the battling itself, there is an honor into them. Um, so what you want in anything in life, you've got to go and take it. And that's, you know, and, and back then that was what people were doing. You invade a land and then it's yours. You invade that yep. castle and then it's yours. You invade that territory, it's yours. And so that's what they did. They invaded the land and that was there. Now, a lot of what they did along the way was nasty, but I think <laughs> easily could be said about the, you know, the opposite God wills it, you know, Christian, what they were doing was like, whoa, there, yep. uh, slavery, uh, forced marriages, Never mind what they were doing with their chambermaids, you know, all of that. But at least the Vikings had this honor system that I relate to and my long hair and beard relate to. And, you know, the, I swear there's some Viking in me, Chris. Like every time I watch anything Viking, I'm like, yeah, come on. I want to live that way when men were men. You know, <laughs> you need to grow out your beard though, so that you can put a little thing in it. You know what I mean? You can Don't look like Ubba or whatever. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> do it. Go for it. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I so enjoyed the origin story of what I presume now is going to be, hopefully, the protagonist and the um, well, our two main protagonists, who is kind of um, 
an anti-hero at the beginning because you're kind of don't liking. He's not Viking. You're kind of rooting for the Vikings once you understand what's going on with mm. them. Then stuff happens and you're like, oh my gosh, how are they going to survive now? Then more stuff happens and you're like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen now? Then, you know, it's just so much happens in episode one. You're like, what, what does this mean? So he's he's a fish out of water because he's two characters. He is Viking and he is English. And yes. you put those two together and he needs to choose the world and the path that he's going to follow to establish, you know, basically who he is as a person will he follow the the gods of you know valhalla or will he follow the english christian you know jesus uh, or the way they are taught it and I, I thought that was a very interesting way to go from the beginning go chris i've i've talked too much already well uh well let me ask how have you only watched just the pilot episode or have you watched i've watched the uh, second one as well and the, yeah okay. just just continue i you know, think you saw your ep- question face you're like uh oh yeah, yeah, well, I, I think well i think i'm on episode f- six now i think oh, something gosh. like that okay so you're into it oh yeah dude no, no no my question now i've had um one of my viewers uh for well over a year um named zeke has been like chris why aren't you watching the last kingdom <laughs> you need to watch the last kingdom when are you gonna watch the last kingdom and i'm like right. i know i know i just it was just one of those that there's so much there that i missed mm. now that i've started it, it truly is what the crap was i doing yeah. why haven't I, my wife was even last night as we were we were finishing up one of the episodes she's like why have we not been watching this this <laughs> is so good <laughs> phenomenal yeah no the storytelling is so good and i agree the at the beginning when it skips over um really the development of utrik yeah. and how he goes from boy to man oh. um I think it would have been good to see more of that, but um, now I don't even care. Like, you know what I mean? Because I know that he spent so much time with Ragnar, Ragnar, yeah, and and becoming his son, and just that Man, relationship. I love that character, seriously, oh, I was so sad. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, it's so good. Well, in it, um, the 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 transformation of the story as it progresses. I mean, you mm. can see some of these things coming along and you're like, well, I understand Udrick's motivation because I know what he's trying to do. And, and he, I mean, it even explains it. I mean, he's, it's not like you have to figure every bit of this out, but you can see, well, he, he's here. He wants to get here, not necessarily in physical location, but in, he's trying to get back some of what is his, um, but then there's that honor and the duty that his, yeah, his adoptive father, sorry, off track. No, no, it's okay. It just, but it, it, it has enthralled me. It mm. really has. The story is just like, I see some of where it's going, which is yeah. good because that's what is also intriguing me. Because mm. it's it's like, ooh, I see the path that I think you're taking, mm. and I see some of these other side things where they're scheming, but I don't know exactly where it's going to end up. I mean, you, yeah, you it figure, has me intrigued because how do they keep it going for five seasons? Like, what story is that? Like, surely once you've captured the land and reestablished, like, what do you do next? Like, once you get to um, 
what's it called? The Last Kingdom, which is represented of, what's it? Is it Wessex? Is Wessex the Last Kingdom? I don't know. Is it? There was a there was a land that they said was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It may it may be. Yeah, isn't that because they've because they, yeah. they've taken over Northumbria mm. and a couple of the other places. Um, it just it, it. I love. I don't know. I love all the scheming. Like as I was watching it last night, I was like, "This, this reminds me in a way of Game of Thrones mm. without without like the magic." Mm. You know, um, it, it has, it has some of that, um, uh, scheming is the best word that I can come up with. I mean, it just, you know, there's the political dealings, there's all of the, the power plays that are going on and all these chess moves. And you know that the people that say they're your friend or they seem like they're noble aren't necessarily that way. Mm. And it just, I, I'm. There's there's characters that have come back in now with um in episode like four and five that um or three and four four and five I don't they, I don't know which episode I'm on so <laughs> but it, um <laughs> that I like and I want to see more of because it, it just it intrigues me to see how the relationship with Utrik is and how mm-hmm. how they work together and what that means uh moving forward you know and i think honor plays a lot into that you know honor and family and so it's yeah i i don't know why i have not watched up until this point but now it's like i'm <laughs> totally hooked right and and this we week have, you need to watch vikings well <laughs> yeah exactly well that That's was the other really thing really kind like, of <laughs> mix <Yeah>. up <laughs> well and i was like i don't know that i want to like once i start vikings valhalla i don't want to stop that i can't yeah, exactly. stop that because i'm going to get yeah, all exactly. messed up of yeah. who's who and where where exactly. things are yeah, absolutely yeah yeah okay so what's the best thing you watched this week apart from the lost kingdom uh let me go with uncharted okay. I, wow. I know you got to see it last week but yeah. I had so much fun with this. I'm so glad you liked it because have you seen the hate it's getting online? <laughs> yeah, and I don't. I mean, I I understand that if you go in with a a highbrow type of sensibility for this movie, mm. that it's not. Um, but I don't understand why you would. No, it. <laughs> I mean, for me, it was there was the action adventure, mm. there was the treasure quest. There was the the insane stunts, and then it had good comedy within mm. there. Not not like overly trying to be funny, but just the sarcastic banter between it. And I mean, and really, Mark Wahlberg. I mean, that's he brings most of that. You know, just that dry humor that he comes in, and all of that was exactly what I wanted. Now I am glad that the opening scene. That we see that's that we've seen in the trailers with uh, Tom Holland falling out of the plane, you know, on the on the big cargo things. Yeah, it, like when it when it goes to black, and then it, um, you know, we see the flashback. Mm. I'm like, okay, here's the deal: if they don't resolve how he <laughs> survived that, I'm going to yeah. have a massive problem. Right. I mean, you can't you can't just create something so outrageous like that. And then never revisit it. Now I'm glad that they did revisit it. Mm-hmm. And um, there's 
there is a large amount of disbelief that you do have to suspend. Oh, yeah, like the tumbling yeah. in midair and moving upwards, regardless of how strong you are, or CGI Tom in moments, which was cleverly put together. I thought that it yeah, looked oh. good. Uh, but, yeah, but but when going into an Indiana Jones or National Treasure, you that's what you think, right? You're like, these are larger-than-life characters. They are able to do this stuff because they're yes. the heroes, right? Exactly. And you, you see, I mean, some of these, like, when... <laughs> When they uh, they they land in the ocean and they're sitting on a or they're laying on something, you would have died. At oh, that. for sure. That just- it's the it's the cut to the ocean bit. Yeah, like, ugh. yeah, I, yeah. That's me. But, Splat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but that's okay. I didn't I didn't mind that. I mean, and the the you know we see parts of it in the trailer where it's the um the the two ships you know oh my being gosh, flown loved, by the helicopter loved that scene wasn't that i mean it was just it's you have like true pirate moments where yeah. they all you know they shoot the things and they swing on it's and great it's like, but and it's is... in the air how much like how do you take pirate moments and make it even more ridiculous it, yeah. put it in there yeah yeah and it worked that yeah. was the thing that it was just fun. it was fun yeah. Yeah. yeah that's i yeah we my son and i came out of the movies and we because we bought tickets uh because there weren't any screeners around here mm. um and it just it was like you know what that was that was just a lot of fun there i mean we yeah. had a great time um he he saw the naughty dog sticker in nice. the thing i knew cool. it was coming up but i didn't see it yeah. he was like yeah i was pretty brief and i was like okay yeah, i don't even was, know what it looks it like so i didn't know what there. to look <laughs> yeah. for yeah, yeah. You know, but then when, um, when, uh, what's his name? I don't, um, yeah. yeah. When North is on, um, on the, the beach there, my son starts chuckling and nodding and I'm like, well, I see what you look like. So my guess is that you, you have something to do with the original game. (laughs) And so afterwards I was like, yeah, (laughs) yeah. 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 So that was, and we were talking about, um, how I guess Nathan Fillion was, part of the inspiration for the look of the character within the games is that correct uh there was a fan-made short okay from, with nathan fillion i don't know if he was okay yeah that was after the games though so i don't know oh. and it was was great really really great it's on youtube uh, okay I, if there was like an older version and he could get back into the shape as he was because i think he's he's a bit bigger now he would need mm-hmm. to lose a little bit just to play the physicality very physical role um then i would love him because he has that banter that 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 perfect banter nathan yeah yeah well that's what i that was what my point was to my son too i'm like you know i don't think he could do it now Mm. because of the the amount of physical ability you know just beating Mm. that i mean tom Tom holland knocks it out of the park for that oh my gosh the 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 rolling around getting hit and then swinging around and yeah using the momentum of falling down to you know do something else so good very well choreographed i thought oh yeah no it was it was great and i was shocked at how um oh i can't remember her character's name but um toddy gabriel um Mm. who was the one of the antagonists she's brutal Oh, yeah. I mean, she is ruthless. And yeah, so was there nice. was a we moment. We needed something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, mm. there was that moment where I'm like, oh, I didn't see that coming at all. Yeah. That was. Yeah. Okay. Was like, oh, of all <laughs> the things to happen, because I thought that moment was going to be the other way around. I did uh, too. Yeah. That's. Yeah. I thought I really that thought that. Net- yeah. Yeah. It was really good. I, I like that. So just to talk about how different 
the once again the critics, which is why I think we're less critics and more film lovers. Yeah. Um, to the audience, it's thirty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes with one hundred and seventy three critics, and then with a five hundred uh, v- verified ratings for the audience, it's eighty eight percent. And so there is the understanding of people walked out of this really enjoying it. The majority yeah. of people, because it's an aggregate mm-hmm. score. So, yeah. and, and so those that took time to go and put their review on Rotten Tomatoes itself, compared to the critics that went in to dissect this film. And you're like, why? Why this film? Can you not see what it is? Now, I kind of get it from the, you're a diehard fan from the games, and it's not what you had envisioned Mm-hmm. for that character to look like, to act like, to be like. Most people have an issue with Mark Wahlberg saying he's nothing like Sully at all. Um, and I would disagree with that. But I think everybody that has an understanding of your your imagination, what you, you play the games, you become, you know, those characters become your friends. You want that version to be on screen. So I get it from almost mm-hmm. like a diehard perspective from yeah. gamers. Uh, but saying that, I've played the games through multiple times. And I still really enjoyed the film. And then, the, you know, there were things that I wanted from the games that weren't in it. But then we have that little Easter egg at the end. And you're like, yeah, this is what it was. It was an origin story for their relationship, not necessarily just Drake. And so Sully and Nathan are there at the end. You've got the mustache, the cigar. Um, you've yeah. got um, Nathan wearing his outfits with the guns. And you're like... And the the score from the game kicking in with the pirate ships was just so well done. I was like, yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, see, there's this was um, I had said it is just uh, in my review, and you may have even said it too, but it was just it was escapism. At mm. the, you know what I mean? It was like that was this was um, this was a great surprise of a movie that this is normally something that comes out like May or June. Yeah. You know, this is our it's summertime. It's one of those blockbuster summer, summer yeah. yeah, but we just got it in February. Yeah. And I'm totally great with that. I think that's, you know, it's a lot of fun that way. And it maybe it doesn't have as much uh, competition, so it doesn't get buried with some of the other ones. I, mm. you know, I, yeah, this is but one. that's what that I go I will, to the cinema for. This is yeah. what I go to the films for. If I want to yeah. watch a serious film, if I'm in the move, generally, it's not a huge cinema experience. They're more dramatic and I can watch them at mm-hmm. home and I have to be in the mood for it. But most, I think most people go to the cinema for escapism. It, yeah. I think that would lean more heavily unless you're, you know, I only want to see art on screen. Fine. Sure. That's your cup of tea. Uh, but I think most yeah. people on a Friday night after a long week you know, you want to take your your partner to the cinema. You get your bag of popcorn. What film are you going to lean more into? Probably the escapism one because life has already been pretty hard that week. You know, busy week. You're tired. What are you going to look for? Yeah. yeah. Well, and if you're in, if you're really into art films, this isn't the one that you're going to anyway. No. You know. Exactly. I mean, it, you wouldn't click buy on that. No. No. All. No. No. And I think, you know, for me, when I, this one, especially, you know, cause a lot of the time we get, we get access to screeners and stuff. And so I have to balance remembering that I, I didn't pay for this movie to see it. And so yeah. what, you know, does it, what would it translate if I actually had to output the money to do this? Yeah. You know, would I like that or whatever? This one uh, I paid, you know, I paid to see it. That's and, essentially what you're selling. Like, is this worth your money and your time? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I like, this is one that I will buy. 
and that I will watch over and over again because it was it, I, it, a fun. I mean, that's a generic word, but it really was. I mean, it was just really enjoyable. It had, you know, the, the right amount of humor to it. And I want to <laughs> see more now. I think that's it too. Like I want to see another adventure with them. Yeah. You know, especially I, because I agree. I hope that the the, the naysayers, the, the the grumblings, doesn't mean that we don't get it because the director has been very vocal and you know he's got lots planned and and stunts that he wants to do on screen mm. from the games. One of them is the big car chase that he desperately wants to put in. They just couldn't do it for this film. It was too much. It was big. Um, and in the game, uh, it lasts like. 20 to 30 minutes it's a long chase scene oh wow so uh it it, it'd have to be massive (laughs) so yeah well i yeah i hope i hope we do get more and you know i was telling my son uh last night uh because we were re-talking about it i was just like you know what this movie is what i wanted red notice to be right yeah and i was trying to think about it i was like what made it different what, because it's, I mean, it's, think about it, it's kind of a, I mean, it's a similar premise. You know what I mean? They're on mm. a treasure hunt. Um, they globe hop. But what was it that, and I think it was just, it was faster storytelling. I think it was more efficient in that. You know what I mean? Where it, um, they got to the point faster, got us to the next area, but mm. then the comedy was tighter. Like they weren't trying to insert comedy to be comedy. They were just, it was just working in as they're moving along with the story. Yeah. Mm. So Mm. I'm hoping for, I'm hoping for two, number two for Uncharted. I think that'll be. That'll be really great. Yeah. Yeah. Really fun. Um, And now for something completely different. That's on my, my best thing that I watched this week. There's a new Apple TV series that uh, dropped this week. Um, I'm not, I haven't reviewed the whole lot because I haven't seen all of the episodes, but I believe the first two episodes dropped. Mm -hmm. Directed by Ben Stiller, it's called Severance. Um, Mark leads a team of office workers whose memories have been surgically divided between their work and personal lives. When a mysterious colleague appears outside of work, it begins a journey to discover the truth about their jobs. I have to say that Ben Stiller needs to just direct. If this is what he's capable of, my goodness. It's so creative, um, mm. and it the mystery is rife. Like it just makes you want to know what's going on, which is the reason why you keep watching because what's going on on screen is bonkers. Like uh, you have no idea. Everybody in in this office is weird. Your office workers, they. I mean, if I didn't know any better, I would say they're like Android or robot. They have like oh. deadpan faces or they're always like mm. smiling uh, weirdly. They, yeah, imagine weird. the moment you step out of your office, you don't remember what you did that day. You only remembered all the time leading up into coming into the office. You literally have two separate lives. That- so it's you. So this is how secretive the the work is going on in the office. So the moment you step in to the office, it's hard to wrap your head around it. You forget everything else outside. You only have your memories of the office. Uh, 
So it's like no time passes. It's like you never leave. Because the moment you step mm. outside, you step back inside again. The only way to tell time is that you're looking at the clock or you're feeling refreshed because you have slept on the outside. Um, yeah. So does that mean also, though, that on the flip side, that your life outside also has no memory yes. of your work? And so yes. you you are continuously just not at work. Exactly. Yeah. So you have That's- almost no purpose. But you do because you're getting paid salary. Uh, you must feel tired at the end of the day because you, you as you step outside that office, you're like, oh, it's night now. Uh, I came in in the morning. and <laughs> But you don't know what you did all day. That's 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 an intriguing concept. Just there. that premise, and then you have there's some nasty dark thing happening in the office mm. without giving stuff away. So you have a really great cast, like John Turturro is brilliant in this. Oh, like I didn't know he was in that. Yeah, he has a, a great, really his his humor is like he's allowed to kind of play with his dry humor in this. Uh, you have Zach Cherry, who is also, again, dry. We have Adam Scott, who's the protagonist. Christopher Walken, uh, who just pitches up for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> Patricia Arquette, she's the boss. Uh, Deichman Lackman, um, the, I'm trying to remember. She was in a lot of um, Josh Whedon content, like The Dollhouse and... Uh, mm things like that uh, people will recognize her from it's a really really great cast and then ben stiller's directing is incredible there's he does the centralizing look where everything's like middle middle if you, you remember um I, in my review i think i talked about it like mad max fury road the whole idea of the directing is that you get the the eye line to be like that middle central that's wherever mm-hmm. you, and if you watch the first five minutes of severance the establishing shots are wide, but your eyes are drawn to the middle. And when you see the person, they're just middle. When you see the aesthetics of the building, it's all middle, middle as they're walking up to like this like table of where you're going into the the receptionist. It's it's mm. all middle, middle. So it's a very specific type of directing, which I think is handled incredibly. Um, I don't think it's art house. So some people are gonna like be put up. I just think it's mystery okay. that might be pretending that it's more art house because it's so different uh the look the 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 color palette but the thing that has me worried stories like this with the mystery if the ending reveal isn't as good as the story and the journey that you went through you always feel let down sure um and, and we've had a lot recently that i think some of them have you know kept that landing but some just don't so that's that's what has me worried for the moment i think it's excellent um if you watched you, did you get a chance to watch these yet? i i didn't get a chance to watch it no we actually it was funny last night um my wife was like isn't didn't that uh series that we've been looking forward to start on apple <laughs> and i was like so i literally we were like five minutes into last kingdom and i paused it exited out went to apple tv and was like yep there it is okay first two episodes have dropped next one is like next week it's like, ah, oh, geez, okay. Well, and they all seem to come out on Fridays, which is just yeah, doesn't I don't help. Know what, when there's so much coming out on Friday. Yeah, I was like Apple, you need to spread things. Even your your own stuff. I mean, because they have suspicion, which mm. I think suspicion may not be on Fridays, but they have you know, servant. I think is Fridays. Now severance is which all s's, which is weird. Um, you know, on Fridays <laughs> as well. Their but best yeah, content I'm, is all s. Yeah. 
So I, I'm going to have to, I mean, it's one that I've really been wanting to see. So I'm glad to hear that at least from the, the start mm. that it's really good. I, I like, I do like Ben Stiller's directing, um, a lot of the time. Like I, uh, I mean, the secret life of Walter Mitty is oh one of my favorites. I mean, it's, it's just, a good it, film. and there's so many beautiful shots within there that he does. I mean, from mm. a cinematic standpoint, you know what I mean? And I know that he has a cinematographer to, to help with that, but I mean, he, as a director has that, that vision the directed. Yeah. it's like, I, I want it to look like this. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that it's, that it starts out well. Yeah. So I will, yeah, I'll be checking that out right on. Cool. What's next on your list? Uh, this one was this, uh, okay. So it's dog, mm. um, with Channing Tatum. Yeah. Now, I wasn't sure look, this was going to make your best things. But it, it has. Yeah, well, okay. I, I wasn't sure either. Um, and it's funny because my, um, so I'm going to call out my daughter-in-law here. Mm-hmm. Uh, she introduced me to Spoonerisms where you flip the, you know, the letter, the first letters of uh, first and last names. Um, so um, I, she was like months and months and months, maybe even a year or two ago, she was like tanning Chatham. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a uh. great one. And I'm like, oh crap! Now I can't like you can't say it right because it's stuck well, in your I, brain. Yeah. Well, no, I don't know which is right. I don't know if it's Tanning Chatham or Channing, Channing Tatum. And <laughs> so I was, uh, I went you have and to um, Google it. <laughs> I, well, I was doing my review, you know. So I did my review of this, and as I'm editing, I heard myself say Tanning Chatham. Amazing! You actually I, said that. L- I did Brilliant. say that in my review, and so I had to pause it. I, I had to, you know, type a little asterisk to correct because people will know, you know, I'm, I'm not sure. a complete That's moron. not his name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I send, I take a picture of my computer screen and I send it to, we have a family chat, and I'm like, it finally happened and I blame you. <laughs> and, she, and she's like laughing really hard. And it just, so anyway, a little side story there. Um, so if I say Tanning Tatum in here, Tanning you really Tatum. know that I mean Channing Tatum because I don't really know what his name is. Um, but Tanning Tatum, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the okay, I'm just going to spoil this part right up front for everybody. So if you haven't seen it and you don't want to know, well, you can skip ahead. But the dog does not die. Okay, pause there for one second. I switched the movie off last night that I got from. Uh, Netflix as a screener for I think it's called Into the Cold and it's about dogs sledding surviving the cold um, oh I, I have that one 20 minutes in I switched it <gasps> uh, oh no I couldn't handle it yeah I, oh, I'll no. have to go back and finish it but seriously I was Ugh. just like oh seriously it really hurt I was like yes <laughs> yeah anyway, I don't yeah I'll yeah push play on your okay so this it's a sweet movie. It's very predictable. There are problems with it. I mean, there, this is not this is not your perfect movie. There are some um, some dialogue, like, and I'm not sure if it's writing or if it's the direction um, that the actors are getting. Um, hmm. Tanning Ch- <laughs> Channing Tatum, <laughs> seriously, no, that's Tanning just whatever. Tatum. Yeah. Right. Uh, so he he is a co-director in this. Um. Yeah, him and one other guy, and they're both first-time directors. Okay. Um, and so, so that's co- what it comes down to. I think a little bit of that, and it was weird too because some of the stilted dialogue at the beginning, it's coming from soldiers. 
So you expect a, a formality to certain things, but yeah. it was it was more than that. It was the way that it came across just didn't feel natural at all. It felt like if I were to be acting, you know what I mean? And I wasn't really sure of, I mean, I'm not an actor. So first off, that would not be, it would not come across very convincingly. And mm. then to have just like uncertainty maybe in what your, maybe it's your motivation or how you're supposed to deliver the line. I don't really know what it was. It just, it felt weird. That is not the entire movie. But there are just, I mean, there's, you know what I mean? It's not a perfect movie by any means. And it's very predictable in its arc. Mm. You can see where they're going to go. You know that this is a road trip movie that they are going to have the mishaps along the way. I like that, road trip um, movies. Oh, I do too. I mm. do too. Absolutely. And it's so really the, the predictability of it was not an issue for me um, because the chemistry between Tatum and the dog was really good. Who's Tatum? I mean, the, uh, uh, that's you mean tanning. Sh- yeah, tanning. Yeah, him, that guy, the big buff guy. Um, <laughs> he <laughs> Magic Mike. Um, <laughs> right. He uh, it it captured some really good emotion. Mm. Um, I I liked I liked the story that it was telling. Um, how it was addressing uh, mental health issues. Mm. I think it could have gone deeper in it. I think that it, it could have spent more time in there because it was, it it would have felt natural within this story. I mean, we get we get a portion of it that does feel uh, really good, and that it, it some good wisdom is spoken into this, and some um, st- reducing stigma mm. of mental health and getting help for that. You know what I mean? Like this is not something to be ashamed of. This is something to just approach and tackle and, and get healing through. Um, and so, so there is that, um, there are some really funny moments too, which I think, I think work between um, Doug and tanning. Yeah. But even, even outside of that with, with him and some other characters too, just that okay. you see on screen, there's some, there's, um, <clears throat> yeah, there's, I think portions of it are brought in like there's little bits here and there with him and a um a family member that isn't really explored much mm. and so you don't know you don't know necessarily why the rift is there you can kind of guess and you can assume uh but it's not it's not dived into enough to really give it meat right. so it just it's kind of extraneous there and so it would almost be like you know what we didn't need that portion of it um, even though you can show later on that it's it's him um, changing a little bit, mm. and I'm being vague, I know, but it's it. There's also you can see him changing though with the dog, so we don't need that other portion of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's cute. The dog is amazing. The dog is adorable. I mean, it is. But it's one of those that it's like, you know, it's smiling and everything and it's really cute looking. And then all of a sudden you have no face because it just did. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. But um, there's there's a look that it has where they they stop one time and the dog runs off to something. And um, the next scene is the dog. They're driving down the, you know, in the car and um Tatum is kind of like looking like annoyed and questionable at the dog. And the dog is just kind of like 
you know, very pleased with itself and covered in chicken feathers. And so, nice. <laughs> so you, yeah. you don't see any of what happens. You just see the, you, that you little just, after. You just understand that something has gone down. <laughs> yeah. And the dog is very pleased with himself or he herself. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I caught a so dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Well, her dinner. Yeah. She, she didn't share, I don't think. But, um, does it give yeah, you a feel of like turn and hooch? Uh, from maybe a buddy standpoint, a little bit. Yeah. Mm. Um, this, I mean, I think, I think any of those that you have, like even canine with, uh, Jim Belushi, mm. you know, where they start out as not friends and then they become, um, inseparable type of thing that, that, that bond is yeah. realized between them. You know, they both need each other and stuff that happens. Um, so that, and is I it based like on the, the true story. I don't know. Mm. Could be. be interesting to find out. A lot of those sort of dog stories are, they have some yeah, basis yeah. on them. Yeah, it could be. There is one moment that, um, the dog does something very simple mm. and the moment it did it, I mean, instant tears, just oh, really? like my eyes welled up. Yeah. Oh, and it was, gosh. I mean, it was like this. It was uh-huh. just, I, I, and it's, I mean, the setting itself is, is somber and more sad, but that was not what was affecting me at all. Uh-huh. It was the motion of the dog and uh-huh. it's, it, it's one action and it's like, uh-huh. yeah. And which was <laughs> right at the right point too. It was, right. so it didn't, you know, there was no cheap, there was no manipulation. There was none of that. I mean, it was it was the exact right emotion to have mm. at this moment, but you just don't see that gut punch coming. And right. so it was, yeah, it's good. So it's worth, it's worth checking out. I mean, if you, um, you know, if you don't make it to the theater to see it, I don't think you're going to be out or anything that way, but, uh, but definitely watching it, mm. uh, you know, if it comes to a streaming platform or on demand, something like that, it's, it is a good time. It's funny. It's, um, it's fairly clean even. So it's, it's, you know, pretty good for families, Mm. Um, you know, yeah. Um, our friend John had a, he tried to have a cinema day in amongst the storm and he was meant to watch three films, but he got to watch oh one gosh. because of the, the storm. One of which was, was dog. And he was talking to me cause I was saying I probably wouldn't go to the cinema to watch this one. I'll just catch it on streaming. And he said, sure. that'll be a mistake because the cinematographer is actually considered to be like a very a good one in um hollywood and he said you can see just some of the the wide shots that are just really stunning to look at did you find that yes there was especially because i mean the landscapes that that they are going through Mm. also lend themselves to just beauty i mean so he's at like he's driving along the pacific coast highway and so at points he'll stop and you'll just see the ocean and some of the rocks and everything there. But what they did is a lot of the time they captured it right at sunset. Nice. And so you get some of these subtle lens flares that come in mm. and just the warmth of the sun that's, that's coming down. I mean, it created just some really great looks as they go through. Um, you know, there's somewhere he's just like in the desert kind of, and you so, so you see them walking and it's just, it's desolate and yet still beautiful. Yeah, and so good yeah. And if it adds yeah. to the film, which I imagine it does because it's their yeah. journey, then mm-hmm. it, it, it works well. Yeah. 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 So it becomes, yeah, the, the environments become uh, background characters 
to some degree. You know, I mean, it's not it's not some of those where, you know, like where a storm is happening and that becomes a character within there or something like that. Or, you know, or the the landscape is so treacherous or perilous or whatever that it does that. But it, it really it helps to uh, translate the mood, you know, yeah. so if it's if it's serene, you feel serene. I mean, it's 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 there to enhance that um, or it's it's an obstacle to overcome. So, yeah. How does this rank up with like your all time? favorite dog movies well i don't have very many all-time favorite dog movies because most of the time they end very poorly yeah um, what's the saddest dog movie you've, you've ever watched i think well and it could be because of how old i was but uh where the red fern grows oh okay um because that was like in third or fourth grade mm. you know so i'm like 10 yeah i'm like that nine ten something like that and you have multiple dogs that die. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's terrible. They, that should never, what, what's wrong with the kid's book? That's, <laughs> I think all dogs go to heaven. It's animated. And, and that for me, that, that, was, that I don't know if I've seen all of that. Ugh. You probably stopped at the right moment. Yeah. <laughs> like watching Bambi just before Bambi's dad gets shot <laughs> and pause. And that's how it ends guys. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, that's that's why, I mean, I, which I know most people stay away from dog movies. Because, yeah, we, we, don't, we can't handle it. They're our best friends for a reason, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want... I, no. Escapism, yeah. not realism. <laughs> yeah, well, and I tell you, on a personal note, I mean, I've had to, um, I've had to put two dogs down um, over the course of... It's not easy, is it? Yeah. Oh, I cried harder when I put my dog, our first dog down than I did when my dad died. Wow, that, really I mean, become it, part of the family. Oh, yeah. it was it was terrible. Yeah, I mean, it, that was ugly sobbing Gosh. right there, you know. And so, yeah, it's not. Uh, yeah, my dad was a guide dog trainer, guide dogs for the blind. Oh. Um, so we had a lot of dogs growing up. And yeah, I, I saw, and we had dogs of our own as well. So we had a boxer that got into a fence that had to be put down. We had oh. a, a, a mixed breed dog that was a racist that would take chunks out of um the uh, the gardeners or the guys working the land it would just be absolutely dead center calm and then get up take a chunk out of the leg and get back down so that dog became a police dog um <laughs> I, I don't know who had the dog before us but they had bred something in it it's all about the owners man oh totally uh, yeah had a collie just, oh. Oh. A, a border collie that was terrified of thunder uh and anytime there was a a um a storm brewing like before there were clouds it would sniff and once it knew put its head down and run and one day it just never came back oh no yep never got it there was so many sad stories like opening the gate dog runs straight out gets hit by a van dead yeah (laughs) oh that's Let me let me make this a little happier. I mean, we used to have a neighbor who um who bred pit bulls. Um oh, gosh. Which, you know, in America, if you go to any of the the rescues or the pound or anything like that, I mean the shelters, it's mostly pit bulls. Um, because I don't really know why. I mean, I don't know if people just get them and then abandon them. I don't know what it is. But pit bulls also have a very uh, they have a bad rap. You yes, know what I mean? They do. And yeah. and it's it's really it's uh, it's more about the owners than anything because I tell you what these two pit bulls now it's all all the owners yeah 
Yeah, 100%. they could have been. I mean, they could have they could have killed me if they wanted to. The most dangerous thing about these two was their tails. They <laughs> have such strong and thick tails and when they. Oh my gosh! It would give me welts on my leg, and they're yeah. so happy. They just come over all happy and stupid. You know what I mean? It's like and just and just licking up a storm and everything else. And you know that I mean, if you know, and he had them trained, and so they. I mean, they you know probably on command they would do certain things at least to protect or whatever. Mm. Um, but they were not. They were not threats. They were not dangerous. They were just you know cute and everything else. And it goes to show that. You've loved the dogs. You now you can still train your dogs to be vicious at the right moments because you know, if, especially if you have small kids or you want them to protect your house or whatever. But they can also be dumb yeah, and absolutely. and just lovable at the same time. And so, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, that was a nice. That was a that's side a step. Tough, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry for depressing everybody. No, everybody loves dogs. Let us know about your dogs. In fact, yes. show us pictures of your dogs on our Twitter oh. at Best We Watch. I'll put a picture of mine. Chris will put a picture of his. Oh. And let's have a look at everybody's dogs. And just, just go do Lally for dogs. Why not? Yes, there we go. That's a yeah. great idea. Cool. All Love right. Uh, my third one that I, uh, the, the best thing I watched this week is something that you didn't think was the best thing you watched this week <laughs> and a lot of other people yeah. didn't think it was the best thing they watched either we had very i mean we had a wide disparity i think if it was what you're going to talk about we had a wide disparity on our ratings on, on this movie yeah i think it was low and, and mine was really high yeah uh, i think yeah. i gave it four and a half the, the latest yeah. texas chainsaw massacre now correct me if i'm on chris te there's 10 texas chainsaw massacre movies uh, Are there yeah, really? Apparently. I, I, I was reading an article. I was like, really? I've already seen one and bits of it, I think, uh, many, many years ago. So I went into this film going, I'm looking for a, a nice killer <laughs> movie that's going to scare the crap out of me. And it really did. Like, um, uh, Don't Breathe. I think that film's one of the scariest films you're ever likely to see because mm. of how they create tension. Not because it's gory or you have... A, it's just if you can create tension without doing jump scares... You got me. And then I was behind our two main protagonists because of that kind of sister bond or love-hate relationship. But I think, what's her face? Um, Elsie Fisher? Yes. Uh, I thought she was fantastic. But the background story that we get shown for her uh, with her being shot. Shot. Mm -hmm. um, I thought that created so much weight to her character that I was like, I'm rooting for you to get through this. And, and that was the background story. So I wanted her to survive and, and win. At the same time, I literally didn't think anybody was going to survive because every time I thought one person was like the supposed hero, like this, we have this one trucker guy who's just buff. He, he seems to know what he's doing. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't mess with him. Not at all. And then I just think about the way he, there were moments scene. when I was like, yeah, the bus scene, it's a bit in the trailer. So you kind of know, but oh my gosh, that is got to be like the buffet of gore and body parts, almost like the most I've ever seen. I think 
It w- I mean, what? I was smiling because I was just, this is, what is happening? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. It was nuts. Well, and I read that the director, they actually went back in and uh, rewrote part of that to include more oh, wow. gore because they were like, this is called Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Right. We need a we massacre. We need a massacre. Yeah. 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 All right, Chris. Tell, tell me why you didn't like it. <laughs> Uh, well, see, I think portion of it is because you're not a huge horror guy, no, right? Not. Yeah, yeah. So this, so we, I mean, we approach this from a different angle. I think you know this was this was more I was literally making noises, you. Chris. I was like, no, ah. Oh, really? I was <laughs> yeah. going, no, stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so okay. I, mean, I mean, like, so it doesn't help that I did like Elsie Fisher mm. somewhat in this. Um, the, the character of Melody, I wanted her dead the moment I saw her. Who is Melody? That was the sister. Oh, you didn't like Melody? Like, like she couldn't die fast enough for me. Why not? What's wrong with Melody? Everything. <laughs> because she just, she was. Because she, she's a millennial and she's buying the town up and, and. No, no, I didn't no. even care about that. Oh, that she fine. was just, she was annoying. She was self-righteous. She was just not even overly protective. She was just so self-involved and and holier than thou. And I know what's best Mm -hmm. and screw you, you know, just her whole thing. Um, But I mean, I think you were meant to feel that way. That was her character. Well, true. But isn't it curious when you don't like the main characters? I mean, that in in a story where somebody is supposed to survive, that you want them to survive, I didn't want them to survive. You had a, a very interesting comment, which I kind of agree with. Once you find out what the story is actually about, it's not that hard to root for the the actual guy that's killing everybody because oh, love that race, yeah. I guess we're just talking spoilers now. We might as well, because it's been out. Spoiler alert. Sure. Um. So his mother, well, basically the woman that raised him, um, they kill her, basically. They get her in such a state, she needs her oxygen and air. And she said, I've sorted out my, you know, I got my deed right here. And then Mm -hmm. she dies. And then some cop is like, oh, they're there, it's fine. And you're like, you've got all this strength and power. No, screw you guys. I'm going to kill you all because you've, you've killed killed the only woman that was that cared enough for me um and then he goes on the rampage okay so uh, extreme <laughs> i get it <laughs> I, I can't quite justify it but i do understand having sympathy for him yeah i mean i just it was like i found myself rooting for him more also because i just didn't like anybody like i wanted them all to die <laughs> die 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 did you not like the trucker guy i I did. I, I liked him, um, which is funny because they're framing him to be unlikable. See, you know what I mean? They because did it first, and then I was like, <clears throat> when he was showing her the guns and stuff, and I was like, yeah, they, they could be the two that were going to survive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I knew that at that point, you know that when she, yeah, you know, she yeah, picks up yeah. the gun, and even though she freaks out about it, you know that down the road, of course, she's going to pick up the gun and she's going to try and use it to kill other face. That just except that didn't know. work. That, that well, was a, they true. tricked us. <laughs> but yeah, just I um, 
there are some very, very dumb character decisions, which I appreciate for the gore that comes after that. Mm. But like the, the lady, the banker who brought everybody on the bus. Yes. When the massacre is happening on the bus, she is past Michael or not Michael Myers. She is past Leatherface. Yes. All she has to do is run out the front door of the bus. I also don't get why half of them didn't survive because if it's all around, surely half of you just back off and go out the entrance. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's like... yeah, yeah, I mean, that, I liked that, I liked that she tried to go out the window, which leads to her being cut that was literally such a in great half. Kill. Yeah, it was a great kill. I mean, so I'm glad that <laughs> kill I'm glad that she was exactly. I'm glad that she was stupid that so that it led to that. But it's yeah. like, come on, really, you know? And then I mean, you have um, I. I think I was like one of the girls in the corner just screaming. That's why uh, I was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I want. I just. I think the um. The making fun of the millennials and the, you know, the cell phones, like it, it was funny at one point and then it got stupid really, really quickly. So like the whole, he comes on the bus and they all slowly take out their phones, you know, mm. and then they switch on their cameras. Okay. Th- that's that funny because up, th- that was funny. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was society there. But then it goes, dude, I'm going to cancel you on Twitter. Are you freaking kidding me? He's got a chainsaw. <laughs> and he's wearing somebody else's face. I mean, you just, even if it's kind of dark, you see that he's not. But he's, I told come on, Chris, you don't believe that would actually happen? Because I do. I 100% people who are like, I'm canceling you. Yeah, well, then you, I, goodbye. I'm so glad that you were on the bus. Because that, you know, I just, here's my, here's my thing though, from a. I mean, a, 70 million people did <laughs> vote. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, true. Absolutely. No, I, geez. <laughs> I'm moving to the UK, um, <laughs> but the let's look at the the premise for these people coming to gentrify this town. Yeah, they I believe it's four hours that they have driven from where they're at. So even if this is out in the sticks, I mean it's made to feel that way and everything else. But even if they're even if where Austin or wherever they came from is not the like. You know, that may be the biggest town surround, you know, away from that, but they've driven a while to get here. Yeah. So they're going to buy up this town and they're going to gentrify it. They're going to make restaurants and they're going to mm-hmm. make shops and everything like that. Who the frick is going to shop there or dine there? Because there are no homes. It's going to be a holiday destination. Like you're doing a road trip or because they're got their social media experience and they bringing that's. Oh, I okay. understood that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you live in your little fantasy world there. And that, that's just, um, I'm living okay. in the millennial <laughs> fantasy world, Chris. Okay. So, you know what? Okay. So the kills are, uh, f- some of it are really great. Like I love the, the first kill. Those the first kill that happens so good. with when Leatherface snaps that dude's wrist. Flipping it. And I've then never stabs seen that him with it. I've never <clears> seen that. I oh my gosh. like I knew I knew something bad was going to happen to his arm while he's holding it. But I was like, OK, you're about to have your arm broken. Yeah, you're going to die. <clears throat> <laughs> I did not expect, though, you to be stabbed to death with your own wrist bones. That oh was awesome. And it was you like know, so, that, so effortless for him, which I think yeah. really establishes his strength. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is a monster. Like, yeah, yeah. I think I mean, I 
from a gore standpoint. I mean, and that's what I think if you're going to watch it, then, and you want like just a slasher type of movie, if you want just that bloody, gory horror, then this is the reason to watch. I mean, that is the, this is the, they do that well. Once we get to the killing, Mm. they, they do that well. And that's what, from a story standpoint though, I just could not care at all. Okay. Let me put it in perspective for you, Chris. Halloween kills. Like that that was was a terrible movie. But way worse than this. And what did you rate that one? Probably a two. And what did you rate this one? A two. They can't be on equal. This one surely has to be better than that. This had, this had better kills. I, I mean, yeah, yeah, but okay. Well, fair you enough. Have to raise if I were, yeah. if I were to get, well, no, no, I just have to lower <laughs> Halloween kills. That's all that is. <laughs> right. I right. don't have to raise this one. <laughs> Hey. Uh, I, I tried. I tried. <laughs> yeah, and it's okay. And I'm, see, and I'm glad that you enjoyed it. And I know that a lot of people who are watching this mm. are enjoying it for the slasher that it is. Yeah. And that's what, and that, that, you know, and that's what I acknowledge too. I mean, I almost, I considered giving this two scores mm. because from one, yeah, from I do just that with the, some of my reviews. Yeah. You know, from a gory standpoint and from a, just a, wow, you went for just balls out horror just slash or kill everybody mm. i would go three and a half four with mm. that because it was brutal and it was that's, brutal that's one yeah. word i would use for it yeah brutal. yeah it was great mm. but then from the story standpoint and the character standpoint ugh, i, don't, I just didn't think that its story really mattered in these films like isn't that some kids end up in a, a desolate place they they wake in evil and then you but, see if they survive isn't that see, the formula? Well, but see, like with the first one, I mean, there's, it is, it's so much more psychological. Like I think, and, and I, I could be mixing up which, which movie it is, but there are some where they're, I mean, they're strapped to the table, sitting mm. around this deranged yeah, family's that. home. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you know, something bad is about to happen mm. and you know that it's, ter- but they're all nuts around you and that sheer just anticipation yeah weren't of, some of them like hung up on hooks and stuff as well while they were alive it could have been yeah i mean yeah. that's well and so you see that portion that that story then it didn't have becomes, any of that did it yeah it, no it didn't it, there was no it just once the violence started it was just violence and yeah you've convinced uh, me chris I'll, I'll give it a one star <laughs> terrible film I well, I didn't even give it a one star. I mean, you know, whatever. Okay, fair enough. If that's what you were, I no, I just I think I think from a story standpoint, it could have been. Um, no, I agree. The story way could have been more for sure. gripping. You know what I mm. mean? Like, and then you feel you feel this peril for your for your characters, which I think then invests you into the, you know just their outcome, and you you root for them. Even if you don't like them necessarily, even if they're stupid people, the situation mm. then has gotten it to be like, oh my See, gosh. I think that's this what is- the story was for me. These two worlds clashing, the millennial modern world clashing mm. with this old world that shouldn't really be around anymore. Like even the, the ending sequence where I was breathing and I was like, thank goodness. Okay, they've survived. And then he pulls her out, you know. Rips it. I was so happy. Decapitates about that. her. Yeah, Chris is beaming a smile. But she can't do anything because the damn car is automatic. This modern car is driving away. And she's like, oh, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Can we, okay, so let's talk about this for just a second. If you're, if you're, this is a common sense, this is a PSA. 
If you're being chased by a psychomaniac killer who has shown himself to kill anybody and everybody, when you get in your car, you don't put in all of your destinations and let it do its thing on its own. You start the freaking thing, you put it in gear, and you step on the gas. I mean, there were so many times in the film I said, why haven't you left? You could have survived. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the woman the, that the, says, here's the keys to the car, now leave, and they don't leave, <laughs> they just, could have survived then. I was rooting for her. Around. She was badass. Uh, uh, what? A, and uh, <laughs> Okay, okay. She, she was. I. But answer me this, and I know that I'm being logical in an illogical situation, but just humor me. Why are you me. applying logic to this film, Chris? I know. Okay. So he, <laughs> Leatherface jabs her with the chainsaw and yes. lifts her up. Okay. Yes. That's spectacular. That was a, that, just yeah. awesome to look at. But let me back up a little bit. When Leatherface is chasing Melody through the house and he is sawing through the floor and he is yes. cutting through everything. I yeah. mean, he is just going through beams, pipe, the whole thing. This is a super sharp chainsaw, right? Yeah. I mean, we can, we can agree on that. Yeah. So he has her up, um, just, you know, Sandy, Sandy is her name, I think. He's holding her up with the chainsaw going through her and running. And then he throws her. Hmm. Shouldn't that motion just to get her going, shouldn't it just slice right through her like a Terrifier did or a bone tomahawk? Shouldn't it just split her in half and she, wouldn't, she would just fall more than been be but thrown? Maybe he stopped cutting and then just threw her. Yeah. Okay. And how does she survive that? I mean, that had to have gone through her spine or at least all of her internal Oh, yeah. I mean, that's why or... she wasn't moving. Like, she's just, she might still be able to move her arms and grab that shotgun. Like, have you not seen Terminator? I'm I'm sorry for applying any sort of logic to this movie. <laughs> Chris, yeah, are you kidding? Too. Leatherface. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so anyway, just, that was the I, third best thing I'd watched this week. I'm glad that you. List. <laughs> I'm glad that you enjoyed it. And from a gore standpoint, I mean, this is that's a good. It's oh, a good yeah. thing to watch. Yeah, it's so, so gory. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Lots of buckets of blood. <laughs> yes, totally, <laughs> totally. Uh, okay, I'm going to briefly touch on my third thing because okay. it's it. Well, it's kind of weird. Maybe I should no. I, I haven't done my review for it yet, so I'm not going to totally go into it. Okay. But um, <clears throat> Cyrano, which. Okay, so we this this is only coming out now in California. Like next week is when it. Um, yeah, and I think it's been it out yet, release. but it's also as a release coming out now. I don't know what's yeah. going on with this film's release date. Seriously, yeah, it's been in it's been in very limited release. It mm. and I know it came out before the end of the year so that it could be up for Oscar um, mm. consideration. Now I had not seen a trailer for this at all, so I went into this um, knowing that it was Haley Bennett and that it was uh, Peter Dinklage. Mm. And that's about it. Oh. Right before I went to the screening, I found out it was a musical. <laughs> and um, I loved it. Really? It was, I... R- really? Because this yeah. doesn't look like my cup of tea at all. Like, it looks like I would just fall asleep. There are portions that feel like music videos, which are a little weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll, I'll grant you that. Um, I'm not sure I like the ending of the movie. Okay. Um Peter Dinklage. I mean, that's he's reason enough to watch it. Spectacular, him, his facial expressions that he does, the the consternation, the the disbelief, the um, the 
what's consternation mean? Um, what do I, how do I mean that? Um, like, is it like minute subtleties, like in his facial movement? Like it's, it's like, like or how he carries not, it. Not, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's an emotion. It's kind of, I would use it as kind of a, a confused, disappointed, um, upset okay That's type of thing you know what i mean like he um he's he does a lot of really good facial expressions he can actually oh, yeah, sing okay. pretty well anxiety or dismay typically at something unexpected there you go yeah okay cool so he i mean it's it's he does a lot of that really well Haley bennett has a wonderful voice mm. um Kelvin Harris Jr. Kelvin, is it Harris or Harrison Jr.? So you like musicals? I do like musicals. Yeah, for the okay. most part. Uh, not so cats. what about for people that don't generally, like they don't seek them out? Um, this will be a little weird mm. for you, I think. Um, it's it, it's beautiful to look at. It's um, It's quirky a little bit. Um, you have some really great acting, um, but it's just, I think it's a different telling of the story of Cyrano de Bergerac. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had, we had Roxanne with, uh, Steve Martin. We've had other iterations of this story, uh, told before. Um, it's emotional, but I think really the music within this is some of the some of the best part of it. Um, you have Ben Mendelsohn, which I didn't know he was in. He's a wonderful villain. I like Ben um, Mendelsohn. Yeah, yeah. No, he's mm. great. Um, it the whole thing as a as a story. I mean, it's a love story, and it's a it's a devastating love story. Yeah, it looks you know? pretty depressing. To be fair, yeah, yeah. yeah it's there is. There's a lot of melancholy, I think, that goes through this. And there's while there's always this hope of you, but you feel conflicted in your hope because Mm -hmm. Cyrano feels one thing. Roxanne feels another thing. And then you have Christian who's in there who he he's kind of caught in the middle, but he's also I mean, he. He gets to pursue his, what he wants also. You know what I mean? And so it, you have this weird love triangle thing, um, which is not really a love triangle. It's more of a, a, a line and somebody else trying to insert themselves into it. Um, mm. the, the ending is not what I wanted for the ending. It right. doesn't make it a bad ending. It just doesn't make it one that I wanted for the story. Yeah. You know, I've spent, I've spent this time. And this is really why, like, um, I know everybody loves La La Land. I don't like La La Land at all. I'm not a huge fan of La La Land. I don't. I I I hate the ending of that movie, um, which turns me off from a lot of the rest of the movie because mm-hmm. of how it ends. Um, this has the potential to do that same thing, right. but it's not. It's not the ending you want, um, even though it's a fitting ending. So, but okay. it is the music. The music is really well done. The cinematography and the way that they that they capture some of these performances, even though some of them do feel a little bit like a music video, mm. they they work. Um, there is a it's almost like a rap battle 
that happens at oh, one wow. point. That's and different. it was, it was, and it's not really, I mean, it's not really a rap battle, but it has a little bit of that feel to it. Cool. And it just, it's done. I mean, if you, if you like period pieces, this is a, um, this is something to watch. I mean, because it's, the costume design is outstanding. Um, you know, if you like musicals, I think you'll enjoy it because the music itself is really, really good. It's and the be singing. better than Angelical Cats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't even, yeah, no, the way that, so not even hard to do that. I mean, but it was, um, while not on the level of Les Miserables, it was, um, it had some of those same feels at different points. Mm. Um, you know, and so it was, I don't know. I, I was surprised at how much I liked it. And I think maybe some of that was because I went in completely blind to it and didn't, you know, I didn't know anything about how this movie was going to be. Uh, but yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, I think, I think if you're not a fan of period pieces or musicals, um, then this is certainly not one to see. You know, there's no, there's no draw then at all for you. Mm. Even if you love Peter Dinklage, I mean, he's, he's not going to be enough to pull you in. And it's based on a Broadway play too. Okay. This, this version is based right. on a Broadway play. And so, um, you can see some elements of that as well within yeah. there. Yeah. So nice. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's, that, that's, those are the best thing that I've watched. I did want to briefly touch just before we jump into Fistful of Vengeance, because my goodness. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to see this. Is it good? Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's nonsense. Okay. It's complete nonsense. There's a couple of fight scenes that I could like, yeah, that that's worth watching. But with the, the two main actors in it, I'm like, why wouldn't you just watch The Raid? If you're just in it for the fight sequences, watch the Raid movies. But my goodness, the story and the acting is abysmal. Like, it's oh. bad. It's worth watching to laugh at. And okay. I feel sorry because I love um, Aiko um, US. Yeah, I, I just think they're phenomenal fighters. And they just, yeah. it's like Hollywood has... Uh, what did you say the other day about an actor that they haven't? It's like they've tempered them, but in their fighting style, right? It's like oh, really? uh, Ryan Reynolds is not allowed to be funny. These guys aren't allowed to be great martial art fights fighters. Uh, it's so many cuts as well, and like these guys are oh. damn good at fighting. Like, why wouldn't you show it? Um, yeah, and that's not not the whole way through that. And there's one particular fight sequence where the camera flows out of the building, doesn't cut, and flows into the next mm -hmm. fight. That's so. There's like three fights happening around oh. the building, and oh, it just cool. kind of follows. And I thought that was really mm -hmm. clever. That there were some clever camera usage, but it's it's not a great story, and it's it's just ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And I actually think that the series was better than the film, and the series wasn't good. <laughs> oh. So, <laughs> did you watch oh. the series? It was a Wu Assassin, right? Yeah, Wu Assassin. Yeah, I think I saw the first episode or part of the first episode, and then <laughs> you were like, either, no. yeah, either, yeah, I don't know why I didn't continue. It could have been because you of saw reasons, the CG and you thought, what is this nonsense? <laughs> yeah, that could have been what it was too. Yeah, it, it see, and that's unfortunate. Yeah, you were talking about. I mean, because that was the one thing that I was looking forward to because you have these two martial artists who are phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, why not? So good. And that doesn't make any sense to me that you would want to restrain them 
in what they do so well. I mean, that yeah. not that the selling point of this movie? I mean, if you're going to, I mean, it's like, t- it's like taking in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. If you take away the gore and the kills, what is it? You know, yeah, why so would you neuter him like that? Lewis Tan is the other great, yeah. as you go, I go as Lewis Tan. Um, it's sitting at 50% on Rotten Tomatoes for critics and 44 for audience. So really? Yeah. That's, and that's, wow. that, that would be the fans of those as well. That, you know, of Lewis Tan who, who have said, yeah, no, this is crap. Which, and that's surprising because on a movie like this, you would typically expect the critic score to be even lower. Yeah. And the, I mean, you know, if it's a bad movie, I mean, the audience score is typically low too, but to have it lower than the, that's, that's, that's different. Well, that's not the best thing I watched, but I was just like, yeah, I guess I'll touch on that because is I was excited en- to watch it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Is there enough fighting though, that I could watch it even though it's yeah, bad? There's, I mean, is there it- is a lot of fighting, but you okay. do find whenever you're, when there's downtime, you're just like. I just get to the next fight. Yeah, exactly. I literally probably just want to skip because the story doesn't really make sense. Uh, you could just go, uh, oh, fight scene. Yeah, watch that. Like, that's fun. Watch the fight scenes. Um, okay. And and it looks like, so I could be wrong, but it does look like this could be a franchise to rival the Fast and Furious in the martial arts. So it's mm. ridiculous enough with big action sequences that um and the stars are big enough that netflix could go yeah we could do a few more and it looks like they, they're leaving it open for more um so yeah fast but and he, furious martial art films but even the fast see, and furious have a few good films in them right well yeah that's what i was gonna say like the beginning at least those storylines were engaging i don't know if i'm gonna go great but they were i mean they were at least engaging you know what i mean and you you felt for the characters and you wanted to yeah huh Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So we'll see. There's looks like there's life in it. And if I guess if Netflix keep green lighting it for some reason, like Space Force season two, I eh? all right. Then. Yeah. I don't <laughs> I, that, that you know what, the the second season, it did get better as it went along. It's too little too late, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is better. I, it is better. That, this, yeah. <clears throat> But that first that first episode of season two was that was terrible. It was so it was so unfunny and just yeah. Oh when they got into their little, I guess it's it's like episodes of we're going to get up to mischief. This episode we're going to yeah. get up to nonsense. Uh, yeah. That I think because they stepped back and made yeah. it more the office. It's it started being good. Um, but I can't see it being picked up now. You might have started finding your your footing, but is that enough now? Because everybody, the audience has already left, right? Nobody expected well, this to get a second season. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the first season wasn't good to begin with, and then the second mm. season took too long to find where it needed to go and find its voice. Yeah, that at least that I think they clicked. You know what I mean? Because it, by the end, I mean I was, I was enjoying it. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like I wasn't hating on it, um, but it was just like that first episode. First episode, I watched it. I'm like, oh no, this is this didn't get any better in season two. And what shocked me was that Steve Carell wrote the first episode of season two. 
And I thought, wow, come on, dude. You no, this, this okay, is Okay, so this sad. is going to be shocking to you. <clears throat> Did you know that on Rotten Tomatoes in season one, the critics gave it 39%, um, but the audience gave it 75 Okay, so uh, that doesn't surprise me. But season two so far has six critic ratings, which puts it at 100% on Rotten what? Tomatoes for critics. Yep. 100%. And the audience with 34 uh, reviews done, 85%. <laughs> I, okay. I'm glad people <laughs> are enjoying it. Can I, yeah. can I just, that's, that's, that's all you can say really. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's great. You've, yep. Okay. Well, we've talked about the best thing that we watched and now we're just going to dive into some of our news and some of those items that we are looking forward to in this coming week uh, that we can check out. Um, if you have things that you are looking forward to, please tweet at us. Best we watched. We would love to hear what's on your radar because maybe it's not on ours and mm. we would be able to check out those suggestions. Uh, but Ruben, what, uh, let's dive into just some of the things that we're looking forward to. What's, uh, what's something on your list there? Uh, well, our embargo lifts for upload. Um, well, this Sunday, actually tomorrow. Ooh, Ooh. <laughs> so I don't know if I have that on my calendar appropriately. I may have put it which on. Which I think it means must come out next week. Oh, Sometime. Must That's, be soon now. Did you like the first season? Loved it. I was surprised by it. I like. Uh, I, okay. Yeah, I like in a good way. I oh, didn't. Okay. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah, I wasn't I, expecting that at all. Yeah, it had it, a far better storyline than I thought it was going to have. Correct. Yeah, it was because when it started out, it was a little quirky, and I was like, "Hmm, I don't know about this." And by the end of it, I'm like, "Wow, I am like hooked into this show, and can't wait for more." And then it was forever. And, yeah. and then I got notified, Hey, this is coming out. Sweet. I'm, I'm excited by that. Okay. So I'm excited Very to cool. talk about season two. Um, obviously we can't say anything yet, but yeah, uh, that'll be good. Killing Eve season four. Um, also embargo lifts Sunday, um, which I have a few of the episodes for. I'm excited to talk about that. One of my favorite series because it has one of the greatest actresses working at the moment. Um, have you seen any of Killing Eve? I love Villanelle. Okay, um, I have yeah. not seen, I have, I'm behind. Um, I watched, I've seen all of season one and I think most of season two. Mm. And I don't know why I stopped. I don't know if it was. Probably oh time. no, it was. You know, sometimes there's so much. Yeah. No, I think what it was is when, what I was watching it on, it disappeared from. Oh no. Okay. And, um, but now, cause it's on AMC, right? Is it AMC plus? Yeah. I think it's it like, or? it's, it's a BBC America. Yeah. I don't okay. Know, so something, yeah, like I that. think yeah, I can see it through. It yeah. I think I can watch it now through AMC plus, which I have. So okay. it's just, and now it just has been just needing to go back, but she, she is like one of my favorite villains. Right. She's so, so good. Jodie Comer is amazing. So, okay. So we, is, yeah, she's one of my favorite actresses at the moment. Um, yeah, so I'll have the first few episodes of that. I'm hoping, because I think it's the last season. Um, okay. 
Yes, I think they're wrapping up. I'm hoping it. I don't know. Like, I'm literally racking my brain. Is how do you end something like this? Well, does it mean that she has to die? Because surely it does. But I, it, 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 doesn't she deserve a happy after everything she's gone through? I know technically she's the bad guy, but well, but you know, I like I. So with Villanelle, I like her just like I like Alice Morgan in Luther. Mm. where she is this she she is a villain and she's brutal but she's so charismatic that you that you root for her yeah you know and so yeah i would i like i don't know how season 3 goes obviously as i just had said so i don't um know where it's going but i would like to think that that, that someplace in a world of a story where she can get a happy ending yeah. That that feels satisfying um, and doesn't mean that she has to die. Would be nice yeah. if that could happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the thing I'm most looking forward to watching and talking about this week, I think for me, is Our Flag Means Death. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, This yeah. is a HBO Max <laughs> series, original. Taika Waititi stars uh, created... Well, the greatest David Jenkins. It's the year 1717. A wealthy landowner, Steed Bonnet, has a midlife crisis and decides to blow up his cushy life to become a pirate. It does not go well. Based on a true story, apparently. Based on a true story. What? What? <laughs> um, this has me more intrigued now to watch it. I've just seen the trailer, and, and that was me immediately going, HBO. Screeders, because <laughs> my goodness, uh, I'd like Taika, this sort of humor, but with pirates. Come on, yeah, yeah. Oh, this will be good. This will be. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I didn't realize that one was coming out this week because I saw I saw one of the trailers. Um, I avoided the next trailer that had come out just because I didn't want to know more about it. But yeah, it does. It looks ridiculous in a wonderful way. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there's some Netflix stuff. But what are you looking forward to, Chris? Uh, I coming out on theaters. I I don't know if it's coming out worldwide or just in the U.S. on Friday. But um, I'm going to be watching it this weekend. Is um, Studio Six Six Six? It's the Foo Fighters horror movie. Have you heard of this? I haven't even heard of this. Oh my gosh! It's it from the trailer. It feels a little bit like it's a Tenacious D movie. Right. Um, the Foo and, Fighters have made a movie. Yes, and it's um, it, kind of very self-aware, okay. uh, but also like a um, kind of a horror, sci-fi horror within there as well. It's got a um, decent you, cast. Yeah, they're, well, they're playing themselves too. That's the other thing. But then you have like Whitney Cummings, you have Will Forte, um, and I don't Jenna know who else Ortega. is in. Jenna Ortega. Oh, is she in there also? Okay. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping, like, I'm not expecting deep things from it, but I'm hoping for just some crazy fun, at least based on the trailer. Um, now, they have, they just dropped a Red Band trailer, and I didn't watch that one because I was afraid that it might show too much because right. the regular trailer does give a lot away. I mean, so yeah. it's, you know, but but I think kind of in this too that it's it's sort of like, well, this is what the premise is. It's a horror-ish um so anyway yeah i'm looking forward to that one um we've got vikings valhalla 
yeah. that is that is coming. Um, so I'll be binging that very shortly. Um, there's a documentary series that's hitting Netflix. Yes, that yeah, not the one you're um, talking yeah, about called Yeah Race Bubba Wallace. Oh, it's not and one. oh, not the one that you thought I was talking about. Oh, yeah, no, this one is. Um, so it surrounds a NASCAR driver. He's actually the only full-time black race uh, NASCAR driver in the Cup Series right now. And okay. I don't follow sports, and I don't follow NASCAR. Yeah, but this I've already watched this. Uh, I've already watched the documentary, and okay. um, it is the first episode is absolutely gripping. I mean, it is it's crazy at how well it's done. Right. It is a little long and it's a little re- repetitive in certain spots. But they do a good job of of telling this story. And then what's crazy is you get a lot of race footage and some of it is like aerials and, you know, of the, and so you can see the cars going around the track, Uh, but then there's some in-car footage as well. Yeah. And the way they splice that together, there were more than a handful of times where we were yelling at the TV or like, ah, oh, oh, no, no, just, and these cars, I mean- they nobody else can see me, but they're like as they're going around the track at like 180 miles an hour, they're inches from bumper to bumper. It is huh. insane at how close they are. I mean, like you would never drive this close on a freeway or anything else, but because everybody's going the speed, you can get right up anyway. So it's um, yeah, it's. Whew. It's a decent one. I'm I, I so I'm looking forward to seeing what the reaction is because it the uh, the title has a double meaning. I mean, not right. only is okay. it about NASCAR, but it's then also about race itself. Um, because he is oh, I see. the only full time oh, black yeah. clever you, you know black uh, driver and just what his experience is and how that you know I mean because NASCAR is a predominantly white sport mm. and predominantly the fan base is white. And then because it started as a Southern uh, United States sport, it's also inhabited by a lot of uh, racist rednecks. Right. So it's. Um, okay. Yeah. So it has it has some interesting aspects within there. But um, what documentary did you think I was going to. Uh, there's one called Worst Roommate Ever, but that actually comes out next week, not this the week. The next week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to talk about that because yeah. I'm going to give you a quick little teaser i don't know if you have the um i have the screeners the, yeah. the screeners yeah episode one happened in the city where i grew up oh no it's gonna make oh, it yeah. all more real <laughs> oh yeah no it's great like when i saw it when i first saw the trailer and they showed just a clip just a flash of her picture i was like oh ooh, i gotta get this one i gotta see okay. the, yeah so mm. oh the dog film i was talking about that's coming out next week is against the ice um, oh yeah yeah that's with um the dude from uh game of thrones game of right thrones. yeah yeah mm. okay, okay. that's yeah I, that that <laughs> i'm much less uh happy to watch it now <laughs> um man i love films like white fang and stuff but it's harrowing for the, the dogs and yeah uh, yeah oh you know what there was a cuba getting now that we're talking about the dog movie this one popped into my head below. that cute yeah, that that was when was inspiring, right? Wasn't it yeah. cutesy? And I mean, at the yeah, end, it's, and it's very good. Yeah, yeah, okay. So see that one, yeah. And you have like yeah. Airbud, some of these yeah, yeah, yeah. these happier. I mean, those are silly, but um, Homeward Bound, you know, classic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They talk though, so you know, yeah. <laughs> That's real, Chris. 
Don't your dogs? Oh, to totally. You? No, no, yeah. I know. And because nobody will believe us. I mean, the dog, <laughs> the dog will sit there and have a conversation with you, and like nobody's ever going to believe you. <laughs> um, there is a courtroom courtroom drama coming out on Friday called Juvenile Justice. It's a Korean one, so I'm looking forward to that because I am actually, I actually do love like lawyer series. I I don't mm-hmm. know why. Um, there's one of my favorites is called Suits. There was like eight seasons. I've seen all of that oh, wow. every, every episode. Uh, oh. There's The Good Wife. I've seen all of the the series of that and the spinoff. Um, and so the now okay we've got wife. Korean. The okay wife, the not so good wife, <laughs> the average wife. Yes, <laughs> tolerable. You, you yes. Can go, yeah, the kind of demeaning wife. Yeah, yeah. There's so, so many ways you could go. Yeah, uh, juvenile right. justice, Korean. I believe it's South Korean courtroom drama. I think it could be really interesting. So I'm looking is forward that a, to that. Fingers crossed. Is that a series? Because I think I have that on my calendar. But is that a series or is that? Yeah, a, it's, um... uh, it's a season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, I know not a lot of people will rush to it because a lot of people just go courtroom drama and then I got to read. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but come on. When you hear the dong dong, <laughs> I was never into Law and Order though. <laughs> no, really? No. Oh, okay. No. Well, you know, and I've never checked out the um the the UK version, which I don't There's know a UK how version? it. There, yeah, I'm pretty oh. sure there is. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, well, I, I really want to know if they use the same theme song. That's, that's, I mean, you know. Go anyway. blimey, in it. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so anything else that you're looking forward to this week? Um, there was, I was interested to ask you about, because I've never understood the funny behind this character, but Madea Homecoming is a new Netflix Madea film, oh. but I've never understood why people laugh at it. Because I don't find it funny at all. I, I I guess it's somewhere between what we like the Nazi professor and Mrs. Doubtfire, but mm-hmm. I I've I've honestly never seen a Medea movie. Okay, cool. So I am gonna I am gonna watch this one because I wanna. I'm very curious about it. Yeah, um, it's, and Netflix have put enough money into it, and I I like the the, the guy who acts as Medea. Uh, is that has, Tyler Perry? Tyler Perry. Yeah. He has one of the best um, working studios oh, in yeah. the world when it comes to looking after your people. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the guy yes. just has it. Like for business, he is the guy that I, I would follow, right? I yeah. Work for him yeah. in a heartbeat. So that, and, and then the fact that he is this top-notch CEO of a multi-million Dollar Corporation that is churning out a lot of content that he acts as this character. <laughs> My mind just goes, what is happening? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I don't know. And I'm not sure what the, what the draw is on there. I'm hoping that it will be funny mm. um, because yeah, my, my perception has always been that it was kind of that Mrs. Doubtfire ish type of thing it just but. didn't look funny though that's that's the issue i had because uh, i think i saw a trailer once and went Ugh. okay okay yeah, well, yeah i don't Cringe. i don't know yeah. mm. the last tyler perry movie i saw which was so funny because several people were like oh no don't watch this movie no no that's not a good pilot tyler perry <laughs> the, the movie one it was the, the wife or something 
I, uh, yeah, it was, it was really bad. And like, it was, <laughs> yeah. it was fun to actually pick out all the terrible moments within there. And, um, a lot of people it, in the comments, was it a were serious like, movie? Yeah, it was uh-huh. more so. And like you had this person in, they were, there was a diner scene or a restaurant scene and, um, I didn't see it at first. I went back and rewound it and watched it because people had commented on it, but there's some dude who's pretending to eat in the background. Oh my gosh. And, and it's like, Is it's like so, nothing on his fork. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think there's, yeah, I don't think there's anything on his fork, but I don't think he actually even puts it into his mouth. He just, it's just kind of. Why a, wouldn't you have like even a fake something on there? Yeah, no, it was. How hard like, is that to put in the background? Yeah, once they once they pointed that out, you couldn't unsee it, and it was just really fun. <laughs> uh, that's the worst so, when somebody points something out in a film that you like, and then you can't unsee it. It, it just oh, ruins no, I, the well, film. Yeah. Well, true, but I didn't like this movie. But you didn't like it anyway. So <laughs> no, I right. didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. And everybody was like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Don't want This is not good. Check out this one instead. Check out this one instead. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but that, no, that's, that's everything. Okay. Well, mm. let's, uh, let's dive into some news. Yeah. Okay. What, what one did you have, Chris? Stranger Things oh, yeah, that's is big, finally that's big... coming to <laughs> Netflix. And follow, so we've got, they've announced season four and they've mm-hmm. announced season five-ish. Yeah. Um, That's season the four, final season, apparently. Yes. Yes. And I'm very curious still, because we've talked about this before, all of our actors are much older now. Yes. And because they started out as, as very young, mm. they look very different. Their yes. bodies have morphed. Their voices Even have changed. Even in the posters, you can see, because they release posters yeah. with it. Yes. Yeah. Four yeah. different shots. Yeah. Yeah, these are these are these are older kids now. They're not, you know. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, but they're doing the thing which <sighs> it seems very popular to do now, isn't it? Well, at least with Netflix, where mm. we have Stranger Things season four, volume one, coming out May twenty seventh, and then Stranger Things season four, volume two, coming out July one. Just but give to us be fair, all it's the same same year, a couple of months apart. Sure, but that's like what they did with Money Heist, and um, what was the other one that they just did recent? Oh, Ozark is like that as well. You know, I don't but even they, know they when they the split up part the, of that's coming out. I don't know either. See, and that just I, mm. yeah, I so, understand because it's been. I worked it out. Um, in June, it'll be three years. Oh, seriously? So they're yeah. right at the they're right at the cusp of three years. Mm. Um, in between season three and season four of this. Yeah. Uh, well, in, in season five, they only said coming soon. Mm-hmm. They didn't actually give a date for that yet. Right. So I know that they've they've written the script for it. So the story is done. But I um, don't know if they've... Can I read the note that goes with it? Yes, please. Okay. Hey, nerds. Do you copy? It's been a while. It's been a little while. Yeah, you think? <laughs> Not getting there. <laughs> With nine scripts, over 800 pages, almost two years of filming, thousands of visual effects, shots, and a runtime nearly twice the length of any previous season, Stranger Things 4 was the most challenging season yet, but also the most rewarding one. Everyone involved is incredibly proud of the results, and we can't wait to share it with you. Given the unprecedented length and to get it into you as soon as possible, season four will be released in two volumes. Uh, so they talk about the dates. So that's good news. It's coming soon, and it's a, it's bigger than ever. 
It's also the beginning of the end. Seven years ago, we planned out the complete story arc for Stranger Things. At the time, we predicted the story would last four to five seasons. It's proved too large to tell in four. But as you, you'll soon see for ever, for yourselves, we are now hurtling towards our finale. Finale season, uh, whatever the, uh, season four will be the penultimate season. Season five will be the last. There are still many. More exciting stories to tell within the world of Stranger Things: new mysteries, new adventures, new unexpected heroes. But first, we hope that you stay with us as we finish this tale of a powerful girl named Eleven and her brave friends, of a broken police chief, a ferocious mom, a small town called Hawkins, and an alternate dimensions known as the Upside Down. As always, we are grateful for your patience and support. Over and out, Matt and Ross. Okay, so at least what they say twice as long as any previous season. That may mean that we're really having six seasons total, <laughs> and season four, part volume one, is really going to be season four. You yeah. know, in the same amount of episodes that season three was. <laughs> season four, volume two, is really going to be season five with the same amount of episodes, and then we will get season six which they're calling season five so if you're following that welcome um if you didn't that's okay um <laughs> but what i found interesting out of all of that is that we're not finished in the stranger things world we, we're probably finished with those actors a lot of them have become especially the kids have become quite popular so you yes. can't like what we were talking about we can't you generally you couldn't because uh, they're all going to move on and cost too much so they're probably going to get some new blood in mm-hmm Excuse me, coffee burp. Um, <laughs> and they got other stories to tell within the Upside Down, I guess. Well, and I like that because I honestly thought when Stranger Things first came out that it was going to be one season. And then if they did a second season, it would be a whole new story. Mm. You know what I mean? I didn't, I didn't think that we were going to continue on with these characters, which – I'm not upset about because I love the characters and I love the journey that we've gone on. But what they're talking about doing with continuing on with the Stranger Things universe is exactly what I thought they were going to do at the very outset. And mm. so that, you know, I I like that. I think I think honestly, if they could just do if they could tell a a single contained story each time, each season, then you have as long as it's compelling, I mean, you have, you know, the opportunity then to, to really give this some longevity because think, I mean, it's, I think it's going to be hard for them to start the new iteration and people yeah. not compare it to the first. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think to do it justice, I don't know how they're going to do it, but you probably need to watch like three episodes before the end of the last season to remind yourself what the hell is going on because it's been three years. It's yeah. a lot to ask audiences to still be um, emotionally engaged with those characters. Yeah. And so all your your actors look different. Uh, mm -hmm. You're going to drop them in like where all your characters have been because they were left in all over the place. You know, we've got the sheriff in Russia mm -hmm. um, and now it looks like they're the teams are in different places so we we pick up with them and we've got to care about what's happening with them now with clever writing hopefully it won't take too long to care about what's happening with them but still you've you've had three seasons to build up on and then you waited three years like 
how does that work with an audience so then you've got to justify or somehow get your audience then to watch your content again before that's a big ask it is a big ask yeah yeah it really is and i hope i hope there's some explanation at the beginning of season four that that shows us why our characters look so different yeah you know that <laughs> what have they been doing what has because he's you know, been in a russian gulag for three years and we've had two years of college and the world has been fine nothing's gone wrong yeah. exactly yeah so <laughs> i'm looking forward to it though i think i I'm, i mean i think a lot of people are looking forward to this because it's it's been such a great series and it was such a a refreshing bit of nostalgia you know for it to to take place in the in the 80s there which has been fun and mm. i mean i it won't be no hardship for me to start from the beginning and watch all three seasons again like i would love it i enjoyed it oh yeah yeah i think that i think the hardest part would be just finding the time yeah exactly to yeah. binge it all and who, you know and who I mean? has that time you know yeah yeah Okay, so moving on, uh, for those of you that are listening, Chris is going to see me doing some um, movements with my arms, and then I will sing, Do you ever want to do you do you what you want to do? Can you guess what I'm <laughs> trying to? <laughs> that looks like the Peacemaker. Yes! <laughs> I want to talk about the Peacemaker. Marker? Peacemaker. The Have peace you caught up with the episodes? No, I've only seen episode one. Are you serious? Yeah, I am. Serial. Are you serious right now? I am. I am. I know. It's. It's. I know. Hey, guys, in the comments, tell Chris. <laughs> just explain it to Chris carefully, or not so carefully, in in yeah. strongly worded sentences, in strongly worded paragraphs. <laughs> A- anyway, <laughs> um, uh, such has been the reception of season one that mm-hmm. it's immediately got a, a second season. It's being greenlit, and James Gunn has said he's not going anywhere. In fact, he's going to direct all of season two. So season one, really? he directed most of the episodes. Uh-huh. And season two, he's going to direct all of it. And again, obviously, he's writing and all the cast are coming back. And I really wanted to talk a little bit about a Go spoiler at, at the end of episode eight. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. Are, you, are, you, are you sure? Okay. Yeah, okay. totally. Okay. Because it's, it's really geeky uh, and it's pretty funny. Does it have to do with Aquaman? Um, well, it has to do with the Justice League. Oh, okay. Pitching up at the end. Because <laughs> they, they're they late. They need help. There's a big finale. There's a big fight. And uh, John Cena's there. I can't see him. And apparently James Gunn doesn't want you to do that joke anymore. He says it's not funny anymore. <laughs> it's like, okay, fine. I, I'll keep it going. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the Justice League pitches up. W- one of the reasons it's funny is because they obviously couldn't afford or hbo doesn't know what to do with superman so Mm. we couldn't see superman's face so he's just hovering there in the sky but we (laughs) did get aquaman and we did get the flash because they both got their next movies coming up so Mm -hmm. and wonder woman i think was also in in shadow so i guess she was too expensive Mm. uh but there's more call than ever now to get Henry Cavall to have his third and final. And I think it'll be like fair enough. Like he's a big name. Why wouldn't oh, yeah. you want to give him another chance yeah. at finishing that um, arc for him? That'd be great. I think everybody wants it. So I, I don't know why you wouldn't. Um, but yeah, the Aquaman bit, it, it, basically they're insinuating that Aquaman has sex with fish, 
which is the running joke throughout the series. But it's the first time we hear the Aquaman, uh, Jason Momoa, swear. Uh, he oh. says F something in this series, which now means it's canon and they have to make his character darker because it's very much fr- family friendly in the his first Aquaman film. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right? totally. Yeah. And we have obviously the new one coming, uh, which hopefully will be as fun. But uh, yeah, these characters from DC are, I would say, darker than the Marvel ones. I know fans mm-hmm. are going to be like, wee, 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 wee. It, I enjoy Marvel probably more at the moment, the films, because Kevin Feige has done an amazing job at yeah. uh, building that world. But yeah, Batman broody and 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 <laughs> he's just he's just dark. I'm Batman. But yeah, it doesn't make sense not having them be more adult. And that's why I like the new Titans because it's they they act like what they would act like if, in the real world, but with powers. Mm. Okay. Uh, so it was interesting seeing that, and I know the fans geeked out when you had the 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 Justice League arrive, but at the end, too late to do anything. Like basically, <laughs> they're they're now on cleanup. Um, which is hilarious. Uh, so yeah, but I think everybody's really happy with um, that season and it, the fact that it's um, getting a second season. Yeah, I, I liked episode one. I mean, I, and I'm loving the, I mean, the, the opening credits. That's just my gosh, I too. love the credits so much. So good. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think I, I would have been surprised, I think, had they not wanted to do a second season. Of this, I mean, now obviously, I don't know how it ends, so I can't, you know, speak to that. Like, it wouldn't make if if he dies or it just it naturally wraps up. Then there's no reason to do a second season. But just knowing the the fan response to this, mm. I think that's a good thing. I think it's great that that HBO has recognized that, and I really think it's outstanding that James Gunn is going to direct all of them. That is, He's, he seems to be really enjoying himself. And mm-hmm. I would I would agree that um, a lot of people say that don't give him big triple A list star um, characters that we we know of already. Get him the obscure ones because he excels at bringing those to life. You think about the Guardians; nobody knew yeah, the Guardians totally. were except for those people that had read the mangas, sorry, the graphic mm-hmm. novels, and even those was a a small bunch of people, right? Yeah most didn't know and now they're like so popular and now he's doing the same with uh, the peacemaker i doubt many people knew who the peacemaker was was polka um, dot man i mean come yeah, on you made a yeah. hero out of somebody who what he did <laughs> yeah so no I, I i totally agree this is something that he really excels at is taking these fringe um players and making them outstanding and and finding the those nuances within their characters and their their just being to draw them out and make it, you know, make them either heroic or anti-heroic. Exactly. And yeah, that's outstanding. Yeah. Um, moving on. Did you, have you ever heard about the, the fallout games? Yeah. Do you know yeah. Them? That's, um, yeah. that's, don't you have to make choices in that? Yeah. Like, yeah. um, we, yeah, my, um, my wife, I think was watching my son, my youngest son play at one time. And one of the puzzles, um, of this town, he couldn't figure out. And so he just, um, he destroyed everybody in the town. Yeah. You can do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, it's, which it's took the arc in a whole different direction. Yeah, it does. You know, for yeah. after there's a, that, there's but, a nuke in one town. You can decide whether you're going to dismantle it or take the bomb and give it to someone else or blow it up. Yeah. And it, yeah, he, he. My wife was like, I was horrified watching my son um, <laughs> destroy these people. <laughs> like, 
So it's got a very big <laughs> diehard um, fan yeah. base. It, it's one of Bethesda's biggest IPs. Um, although Bethesda now come under the umbrella of Microsoft because mm-hmm. Microsoft did a huge deal and bought them for like a billion and something, 1.6 yeah. billion. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but Amazon have bought the rights to make it into a live action series. Um, I think it could be very interesting because there's so many ways you could go with it post-apocalyptic, weird mm-hmm. kind of mech suits and various choices. But Walker, Walter Goggins has signed up to be one of the leads. and I like him. I love Walter Goggins. <laughs> I think he's going to be great. And I don't know, like I don't, you know, outside of very little about the game, I don't know anything about it, but, um, or how his character fits into it. But knowing that he will be part of it, Mm. I think is, that's outstanding. That, that's what intrigues me. Yep. So that means, okay, so let's talk about that means, okay, so we have a fallout game, um, being made into a series. We have last of us, we have halo, which also before second before the first season has even premiered, they it was a second season was ordered. Yeah, gosh, they just went um, for it, didn't they? Yeah, which I gotta say the um, the trailer for that game, I, I think it looks great. Or not the game, the the mo- uh, series. Mm. Um, I think it looks great. I'm looking forward to it. So hopefully, hopefully the story is actually good. We'll, we'll yeah, see about crossed, that. But, we'll see. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> but uh, what are there any other? adaptation video game adaptations that are coming out that we know of um, i mean not really but amazon are i mean i'm sure there's there's loads like sonic we got sonic 2 oh, coming yeah. out oh and uh, uh didn't knuckles and, isn't knuckles getting a yeah knuckles show um a show yeah and, yeah and something else as well like the sonic world has just exploded they're obviously doubling down on what they think is uh oh yes uh life is strange one of my favorite choice games it's like a choose your own adventure game oh and and that has been turned into a film really um yeah so okay now that the hollywood has like we've done all the sequels and prequels and, and sequels of prequels and what did they call the last one requels requels right. yes now we're gonna adapt all of the games um of course we've got other things like alien um alien tv series which is only going to be start to film at the end of 2023 okay yeah because and we've been waiting for that for ages because the 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 person who's directing or who has control rights is finishing a different series um Ah. (laughs) so there is that that yeah what do you what do you think about all that chris uh i mean it's different (laughs) but it's not original I think that's I think that's still where where it falls. We just we don't have enough original content. Yeah, you know that that's where I'm I'm bummed about. Um, which I think is also where then world cinema comes into play a lot of this time, where we tend to get more original things, or at least things that I am unaware of, even if they are an adaptation. You mm. know, because it's not part of our culture, and so that it, it feels new and fresh in that way i uh have, yeah <laughs> i don't know I, oh, oh isn't there a borderlands yes, show or movie um, coming? The, i'm pretty sure that's mostly been filmed already by uh, there's a movie being directed by eli roth okay um, oh that's right yes yeah yeah i don't okay we'll Which see it's one of my all-time favorite games so uh, he best do a damn good job otherwise i will find him at least yeah. i will send oh. Neeson to find him 
I, that's right. My because well, my kids love that, but then also, um, <sighs> Rapture. Um, oh yes, uh, of course. That's also big news. Yeah, um, flipping big baby boss. Yeah. Why can't I remember the the name of the? I've played all of the games. They're amazing. Um, and yeah, there's so there's an amazing trilogy. Two of them are below in the water uh, and the one that is above in the air have your boys played those uh, they, they, they've they played all of them okay yeah it um, why can't I Bioshock thank you that's I <laughs> yeah it's like it was, when I, you get blocked I'm not allowed to remember it either <laughs> yeah it was weird I just what the crap um <clears throat> Yeah, my my kid, they're 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 less than thrilled, I think, about that because they love the game so much. Mm. So the announcement made them very uh, wary of, oh, what are you going to do to this? You know, I think there's so much there's so much world to play with in the Bioshock that you could like the story could they could do their own thing, but have it in the Bioshock world. I just mm. want to see a big daddy. I think someone with decent. Um, skills like if it's not just cg you kind of need to build the suit and yeah. have somebody in it right and then yeah, have I think like so the little girl that, that's what i want to see um yeah it could it could be really good but it also could be another fail adaptation depends who directs it really yeah yeah i'm not sure a series would be good like i don't think there's is there enough content for a series or would you just you know, could you condense it to make it exciting? I think it's a movie, though, isn't it? And it? It may be. I don't. I don't yeah. know. I don't know I what think, it is. I, I think would, it's a I film. Think, yeah. Okay. And then, if it's a good film, maybe they'll do a sequel. But yeah, I don't know. It depends on who writes it. It's probably years away. Um, uh, talking about adaptations, this one's funny. Uh, John Cena will play the ad- the antagonist in the Looney Tunes animated hybrid Coyote versus Acme. It follow, the film follows while, uh, Wiley E. Coyote, um, who after Acme products fail him too many times in his pursuit of the Roadrunner, decides to hire a lawyer to sue the Acme Corporation. <laughs> I'm somehow into this. <laughs> it, just, uh, it just sounds so bonkers. Wiley E. Coyote is my favorite of the Looney Tunes characters. Okay, so does that mean you want this or you don't want this? <laughs> See, he, he, 99.9% of the time, he does not speak. Yeah, so there's, there's, you know, there are little bits here and there where he occasionally does, mm. but for the most part, he doesn't. And so I'm just curious at how that's going to, is he just going to hold up signs, which I think would work? You know, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> know. I, I don't know about how I, how I feel about this. Okay. Yeah, I don't mean. (laughs) Ah, poo. There was something else that was that popped into my head while you were saying that. Now it left completely. Um, Well, while you try and remember, uh, Star Trek Four. The the cast is coming back. They're beginning filming this year, which means we'll get it sometime um, next year. I'm excited, and J.J. Abrams is directing this one again, right? Yeah. Uh, So. You know, the only thing that makes me sad is obviously we can't have Anton. Um, yeah. And, yeah, and that you is. You felt the loss 
of him. He was a great character. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I am. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. I, I, I am. I was excited by that news. Yeah. That it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, some weird news in film and entertainment is that Arden Cho, um, she's a character in the Teen Wolf series, has passed on returning for the Teen Wolf revival movie after she was offered only half the salary presented to other actors that were also returning. Now she isn't. Uh, she she isn't like one of the main protagonists. She is part of the crew. But I just thought it was weird that they were getting a revival Teen Wolf movie. Like I was like, really? Yeah, that's. And they're also you know, calling it, it Teen Wolf, which is, is weird. It, so is it a reboot or a revival of the original movie, or is no, it? It's, it's of the revival, series. Yes, of the end of the series. There, that's okay. Those characters are coming back. Yeah. Okay. But then they're calling it Teen Wolf, which we have a movie called Teen Wolf. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't make. Yeah, whatever. We also have movies called Halloween. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, a Quiet Place three coming out twenty twenty five. Yeah, I'm not thrilled by this. And there's also I, a spin off movie. What? Yeah, I don't. I'm, see, I don't. Just because see, if when I, something does well doesn't mean you need to like flog the dead horse to you know use a horrible term. Yeah, well, and you know, I like I wasn't when Quiet Place Two was announced. I was not excited by that. I was actually really bummed out. Yeah. And then I found out that um, John Krasinski, you know, he was like, "No, I'm only going to do this if we can do it right." I'm going to, you yeah. know, writing the story and directing and everything else. Well, so I loved Quiet Place Two. I, I was, yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I there was a a Q and A after the screening that we saw, and it. Um, you know, so he's answering questions and stuff, and that's where it was announced that Quiet Place Three was going to be happening, but he was not directing it. Mm. And I just, I, I don't want this to continue on. You know, I because Do it you not feels think now if that if if Krasinski writes a good story, it, if that because you 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 didn't think about that for number two, and then you love number two. Yeah, and and I mean, I'm willing to give give it a try. I'm not excited by it though. I think that's yeah. really the thing that, and and to hear a spinoff, um, mm. you know, however that that to me that really feels like cash grab. Yeah, that. So here's feel- my theories on all of this. Um, I think most films that have a big audience or a story to tell or a world that they've created need to be TV series. And the reason why is because the world we live in now partly is lots of people are at home. We have COVID. uh, We're probably going to get a new strain of some kind or something else is going to keep us at home. And so people that we live in a very much now world. So that's one Mm -hmm. thing. But we also live in secluded world. And then we live in the COVID world. And our entertainment seems to have this stop and start. And so now we're getting gaps in storylines. And the part of the problem of that is you're asking your audience to care when we're very much saturated already going back to the stranger things things now yeah we have three years in between and so you're asking us to care so we loved quiet place one but it still took three three years in between might have been more between one and two because the second one was meant to come out i know mm-hmm. people that saw the second one 
uh, and then COVID stopped them from releasing their review. And a year and like four months later, they were able to do a review um, for that. Like that's how long things have been put out. And so now yeah. we're probably going to get this, especially with people that are in the limelight. Yeah, you know, 25. Who knows what's happening in 25? But it's so many years away. Like we, we have to then care about those characters. The longevity of films and stuff is you either have a story planned and you have maybe a year and a half in between max to continue in that story. Or you do it like a series and you have a contained series. At least you have nine, ten episodes to play with. Um, you know, Game of Thrones, you know, did hour long episodes, they feature yeah. long, but people mm-hmm. were so invested with those characters because there was a lot of time spent in those worlds. Yeah. So now we have things that are like, oh, we're really trying to push the boundary. We're going to, we have a big world to play with here. But then a different creator, you know, comes and takes on board their version of that story. And it just doesn't mesh, especially because there's been so much time in between. And so you get these little snippets of these worlds. Sometimes that you might strike gold, but for the most time, people are going to be like, why did you bother? I would be behind series. Yeah. 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 I I mean, especially. Yeah. You could do less is more. You don't need to show the aliens all the time. And it could be also like the people left in the world, like walking dead, you know, aren't going to be nice. Everybody's fending for themselves. How are they going to get that technology around the rest of the world? The alien species themselves, we've seen a little bit about. Do they adapt? Do they change? What are they going to do to stop it? You know, there's so much you could actually do to make it fun uh, mm-hmm. and use the, have a whole series that's like to do with non sound, right? That, that's an interesting thing to play with. Yeah. Follow one family along that, that journey. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, that was my rant on society and and where I think we're at. Well, and I agree. I do think that that having some of that, the series or, you know, spending, adapting Mm. our expectations to what the world is around us, I think is important because otherwise we have, you know, the the trailer to the movie that doesn't exist, you know, Top Gun Maverick, Mm. that it... (laughs) You know, the, it's coming out soon. Apparently. I mean, it's been coming out for two years now. So it, but that, you know what I mean? Like things like that where, I mean, obviously you can't fault them because it was filmed pre-COVID and you can fault them for not releasing it now, but you, you can't fault them for, you know, at least part of the delay there at the beginning. Um, but as we move forward with productions, yeah, I think new ways of adapting within that are very important. And, mm. you know, and, and, and it's been shown that if you have a good story, if you have a compelling story and you, you have good writing and good characters, you can, I mean, tell a longer story. That's fine. You know, we'll, we, we will be there for that. Just, to, I don't want you to make it longer for longer sake. But, but think, I mean, even you can make it, what if you did a limited series, like take quiet place three, let's just do that one. You make it five episodes, an hour each. Now you have five hours of content that would have been slammed into a 90 minute to an hour or two hour long movie. Now you can expand that even more and dive into certain things. Yeah. You know, and, and because it's episodes, you can tell it in a way that still retains urgency 
and that tension and suspense mm-hmm. without without breaking it, you know, I mean, because you don't want to just draw it out so that it just becomes boring or it becomes not intense. But Yeah, I agree. Mm. Who knows? Maybe that will be the way of the future. I do think TV, a lot of TV is of, of such good caliber. It's better than a lot of the films that we see at the cinema. True. Uh, so there's no reason that it couldn't do that. Yeah. Okay. I remembered what I was <laughs> okay. going to okay. talk about. <clears throat> uh, did you, I don't know if they had it, uh, and I'm not sure how old you would have been or where you would have. You may have been in South Africa. You may have been in U- UK mm-hmm. when this happened. But the Disney afternoon where we had DuckTales and um, I mean, Darkwing we had that, Duck. And, did, yeah, we had that. Like there was a, in South Africa, there was a two hour on a Sunday um, like the best time for those cartoons, yeah, Care Bears, okay. not Care Bears, okay. uh, Gummy Bears, Gargoyles, yeah, Gummy Bears, Gummy Bears, and Gargoyles. Gargoyles. Yeah. Okay, so it was announced, I don't know, several weeks ago, maybe a month or two ago, that Disney was doing a reboot um, of Chippendales Rescue Rangers. I know they're doing the film. Y- yeah, yeah, rebooting the Chippendales. Well, well, it's the it's it's a reboot of the series in a film and um, they released the trailer this week and yeah, the trailer is horrifying. It had been announced that John Mulaney and Andy Samberg were going to be voicing it. They were the main voices. Okay. I'm pissed. Um, (laughs) This talk about this last week. Did I, did we, did I, I thought I you mentioned, or maybe you mentioned to me in in um, Messenger, you're like, dude, they're uh, rebooting the Chippendales. Yeah, I got to tell you, with the voices now, it's yeah. like they don't even try. It's uh, do you Chip, not like them? Ch- well, I, I like John Mulaney. His comedy is <laughs> right. funny. I like yeah. Andy Samberg. His comedy is funny. Right. But they are not Chippendale, and, and it's not even like they're trying to affect their voices. It is right. just chip being voiced by john mulaney so it's just john mulaney speaking Ugh. and then you have dale who has a very squeaky oh, wait, do they not even of, sound like no like the chip no dale, chip. No, Why no 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 it's it that, sounds yeah. like john mulaney and andy samberg having conversations oh, and that's i awful. can even get okay. i can get behind all of the wonky animation that they've got going on in this i don't understand you have, the storyline they've gone through either like the cg and the 2d and the the, the yeah that you've got the live action you've got the 2D you've got the 3D you've got the um mm. the the Seth Rogen character who is like that that old um oh, CG yeah. type yeah. of you know just which looks bad which is intended to look bad so at least it looks good because yeah. it looks bad um <laughs> but i no the, the thing like i don't even know about the story i don't know what all they're doing but it was the voices and i don't know why they did that i don't know why they you take iconic characters of Chippendale, because every time we see Chippendale in the animated series, whether it's in Rescue Rangers or not, they have these specific voices to them. Mm. And so now we have a movie coming out that they're calling a reboot that doesn't even try. I mean, it's not even like they were attempting to kind of be like that. It's just, nope, I'm just going to do this my own voice. Mm. No. (laughs) I agree with you. No. Yeah. Well, okay. for some different news, um, we were right in our guessing for Selena Gomez, uh, Stephen Martin, 
uh, Steve, Stephen Martin and Martin yeah. Short, but yes. their plans were cancelled due to scheduling conflicts. <laughs> so yeah. it was like, woohoo! And they were like, oh no. And so th- now instead we get. Uh, yeah, I, the. Amy Schumer is one of the the hosts of the Oscars. Yeah, Regina Hall, Amy Schumer, and Wanda Sykes. Yeah, I think Regina Hall by herself would have been great. Um, but I think I yeah when I saw when I I saw that they had approached Selena Gomez, Steve Martin, and Martin Short, I was like, oh, that's that, so sad. What could have been? Yeah, yeah what could have been? Yeah. Ugh. So I don't know. I mean the the comments on um. Amy Sh- on the announcement with Amy Schumer, and I know she was trying to make a joke, but she was like, "I guess I gotta, I gotta watch I movies gotta- now." <laughs> you, you know, just, I, I think it speaks more to truth, though. In there, you know what I mean? Like she just, it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. You, so you go three years without a host, and then you come back with three hosts. The comments are hilarious, though. Um, I'm just reading through here. It says, the I don't want people to watch special. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Or that's even worse. Should have been Peter 1, Peter 2, and Peter (laughs) 3. They want the the Tom Holland guys. Um, (laughs) That would have been great. (laughs) And then there's a a meme of the Oscar choosing their host, and it's um, Mike Tyson with a dart in his hand, blindfolded. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Because he's obviously trying to throw it at a dartboard, and wherever it lands, that's who we choose. choose oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. I gosh. It'll be interesting to see what that does to the ratings if people tune in out of curiosity. Yeah. Um. But I would be more interesting to watch the uh, the roll off of where viewership stops. You know, uh, it's like it's, for for me. This is the first year. I don't think I want I want to watch it. I'll just catch up with the news. See yeah, I won. haven't watched it in years, so yeah, yeah it's. Uh, but it'll be it'll be curious to see how many people you know are there for the first fifteen minutes, mm. and how many are there still at hour two. You yep, know? I think it'll probably be their lowest rated yet, but we'll sh- we shall see. Maybe because yeah. they've got hosts, it'll be better watched. But could be. Mm. Yeah. We'll see. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, on uh, good news, I think. I know you were skeptical about Amazon's um, Lord of the Rings series at first, but I think you've come around because oh, yeah. like, what yeah. they've got going for them looks pretty good. But there's the first look at Warner Brothers' anime film for Lord of the Rings War of the Rohheim. Uh, Rohrim, Rohheim. How do you pronounce that? That released in April 21st, 2024. The film explores the exploits of Helm Hammerhand, the king of Rohan, and the creation of Helm's Deep. <gasps> mm. I had not, I was not even aware at all about this. Yeah, so there's an anime <laughs> film. I think anime, Lord of the Rings, could be amazing uh, if done right. Yeah. 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 And the creation of Helm's well. Deep, that's a story that we yeah. don't know about. <laughs> no, that'll be toss me. Don't draw the draw. <laughs> don't draw the elf. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that was such a random segue. <laughs> Sorry, it's a, it just pops into my head, you know. <laughs> oh, it is time to watch the trilogy again, though. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and then finishing up, I guess, because we've be, yes. been gone on for a long time, there was a new Doctor Strange trailer, which I haven't watched. 
uh, on purpose, but I've been watching all the news and the people trying to dissect like who's in it and what's going on and the amount of nonsense people have come up with. Um, but nobody knows what's true anymore because everybody thought that the three Spider-Men weren't in there in the interviews and, uh, you know, they, they, they said, we're definitely not in this. We'd love to be together one day. So now nobody is... So everybody's like, well, that was Iron Man or that's Iron Heart and that was Deadpool. So let us know in the comments who you think's actually going to be in the film. <laughs> um, yeah. I Have you seen any I, of that? I watched the trailer. Okay. Um, which I know is surprising because I yeah, typically avoid it, but I just, yeah. that's the only trailer I'm going to see now. Uh, okay, um, cool, cool, cool. But I did see a, somebody had taken the poster and had like circled all the broken pieces of glass and na- labeled it, you know, with like all these question marks, <laughs> which most of it didn't mean anything to me because I don't, you know, I don't, I don't geek out that far into the comic book lore. I don't know about it, you know, so I'm just looking at it. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, yeah, maybe what, how do you even see anything in that? You know, <laughs> but, um, I, I think it looks weird in a good way. I hope so. it sticks to landing. The, the worry yes. I have is that it's copying. It seems like it's copying the storyline from the anime, the animation storyline that we had of Doctor Strange oh. in the individual stories that's mm-hmm. on Disney at the moment. Seems very similar to that, which will be annoying because I, I want a fresh story, right? I don't want something that's been redone that we've seen in a different way. Yeah, yeah. Well, and my concern too is that they're doing too much. Yeah, because yeah. Spider-Man did it. Now we have to bring all these other people in and, and it'll feel convoluted. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm worried. I mean, so we'll see. I mean, maybe, maybe, I mean, they've Marvel has a way of, you know, bringing all kinds of stuff in together to, Mm. you know, so I'm holding out hope that it's going to work. It looks, it looks very dark, which is exciting to me. I think this next phase is going more of dark, um, you know, so we'll, we'll find out. Um, and before we go, uh, did you happen to watch any of the Super Bowl stuff? Like the adverts and the trailers? I mean, I guess you watched Doctor Strange, so that was one. Yeah, so uh, Doctor Strange, I saw the Lord of the Rings, um, mm-hmm. the Rings of Power. Um, did you see any of the adverts? No, no. I did watch the Super Bowl halftime show, though. That was spectacular. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, first time they've had such a uh, a double down on like R&B and rap and very, very so good. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you saw it and uh, sorry, we'll get back to what your, your, your whole point was, but um, <laughs> if you saw the, the argument that was going on on Twitter um, where generation X, my generation, your generation, we we're completely mm-hmm. ignored again because they, you know, they're talking about, Oh, elder millennials or geriatric millennials. Uh, this is the show for them. And once again, gen X is like, what the crap? You, uh, hello, we exist. This is our people. These, you know, these, these, anyway. The songs that they sang may have come out a little later, but the artists were <laughs> our Yeah, our Dr. Dre, and um, early Snoop, um, even Eminem, you know, early. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. And, and it was like their, their original cool songs that made them famous. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar was the the youngest out of all of them. And so, okay, 
millennials. You can have him. Yeah, I didn't even know who that was, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, what? Uh, back to the adverts there. Yes, so there is uh, there was an Uber Eats advert where Gwyneth Paltrow uh, tries to eat her vagina candle in her <laughs> adverts. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I, I tried to keep a straight face while reading that because you know she's uh, very controversial in her um, goop, goop series on yeah. Netflix and she's continued with that. And uh, some people love it, some people don't, a lot of people hate it. Uh, but I just thought it was hilarious that uh, that was an Uber Eats thing and she was eating a vagina candle. That, uh, okay. I, <laughs> no, I did not see that one. I, yeah. Okay. On, on a happier note, there was a Aquafina Presents Disney Plus advert for the Super Bowl. And anything with Aquafina is great. Uh, but if you've seen the ad, there's a lot of goats. I highly recommend you searching it out. Goats that are in costume of Disney IPs. So we have like uh, Chewbacca, Iron Man, Loki, uh, uh, Buzz Lightyear, uh, the house from Up. That's one. <laughs> Thor. It's just great. You, you need to okay. check it out. I'll have to look. I saw, I saw a still, but I had zero context for it. I'm like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> okay. But okay. So, so now you know. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay, okay. I'll stop. This. I thought it was a busy week for entertainment news, but um, I'm sure you can click on Twitter and find those for you, <laughs> rather than listen to Ruben talk about them. No, this has been good. This has been good. Um, but yeah, uh, also, always, always tweet at us, please. Best we watched. Um, you know, if you have other news to share, maybe that we didn't see, that we missed, or that you find just highly entertaining, Please always tweet at us that way. Yep. Um, you know, rate review um, us on whatever platform that you happen to listen to your uh, your pla- podcasts. I was going to say your subscriptions on, which that makes no sense. <laughs> but um, yeah. And uh, if you have not watched us on YouTube, please head over and support us there as well. Ruben with the Ruby Tuesday, Chris with Movies and Munchies. We could definitely uh, use your eyeballs over there. Mm-hmm. And I only have I think, to. I always could use a spare one. Exactly. I, you know, Gomez, take those out of his mouth. Um, <laughs> At least it's not a necklace of uh, ears. Well, I'm not sharing that. That's mine. Mine alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll catch you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.